Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. The Pinion Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live! And here we go. In your marketing rooms. But alright, everybody, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. I was going to call this originally Geek Vibes Live slash much to do about nothing. But then I kind of felt like it was a slap in the face of Joel because he was a part of the original Geek Vibes live team. So I felt like if I did like a collab show, it would make people think like, oh, Joel's not usually on there. Whatever. But anyway, Geek Vibes Live is what I went with. Um, I'm your host, Ron, as her. Uh, and I am welcoming in Tia. What's going on, Tia? How's everyone doing today? Excited for another Geek Vibes Live now that we actually have uh, news to talk about. <laughs> so much news. Uh, Joelle's head was exploding this week with all the news that was <laughs> dropping. Um, but speaking of, what's going on, Joelle? What's up? Uh, I'm very excited to be back on Geek Vibes. How long has it been since I've been on Geek Vibes Live? It's been a while. I, between you and Kanan, it's like the number is so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm back. It's sure it's been like a year or something. The I want to say it's almost been a year. I want to say Kanan hasn't been on in almost a year and a half. Joel's about to make a year, I believe. Um, yeah. But both are Uh-oh. way too long. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hot minute. Um, but I'm here. You definitely are. We are glad to have you back. So, without further ado, let's get into the big news of the week. Let's not even tippy-toe here. Let's just dive right in. Uh, Joelle, I'll let you intro the the news that we got regarding Batman and a certain guy that runs fast. But I think you have more news on that. I mean, do I? Uh, Man, do we. Um, All right, so, look, it was a normal week until, like, two days ago. (laughs) <laughs> it's just it seemed that way. Uh and then all of a sudden, um we got a report from the rap. Umberto Gonzalez El Nainde himself reports one of the biggest like probably his biggest fucking scoop ever that uh Michael Keaton will be reprising his role as Batman in the Flash movie. And this is all coming from like a couple of days before that we were hearing that Jeffrey D. Morgan was possibly returning to be uh Thomas Wayne in the movie, and that's kind of more or less been debunked, uh, considering it's probably, I think, something from earlier in the script, and it looks like they changed their mind and are going in the direction of uh, Michael Keaton, Batman. And I, 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 don't, I didn't know what to make of it, because my mind melted. <laughs> and it was like one of those things where, like, I didn't know how to react emotionally, because I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know how it made any type of sense, but the fanboy in me just couldn't stop smiling at the idea of it. That I didn't care. So it was just one of those things where, like, I, I didn't know how to feel. And that's why I just stopped caring about what might happen. And I just want them to show me. I'm not thinking about the future as, as far as when it comes to DC because it gives me a headache. And I just don't know what their their exact plans are. So for me, 
I know something cool is coming because Michael Keaton is involved as apparently as and Tim Burton Batman. Not like we've heard reports that he would be taking over the Ben Affleck role, but I think what they meant is like what Ben Affleck's character would have probably been if he was still involved. Not so much that he's playing Ben Affleck version of Batman is, is what I think what they meant. Um, so that character, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman, will be in this movie because of obviously. Um, Barry going back in time to save his mother. Uh, there is a little bit more uh, veggies to this plate. Uh, apparently, it was also widely speculated. I won't say if it was from Umberto or not, but it was widely speculated that Michael Keaton's role could stretch beyond uh, yes. Flashpoint. Yeah, THR reported uh, that the, the, there were talks that it might be good. There are talks for him to be to take on a like a Nick Fury type role in the universe uh where he would be a mentor ish type uh, to po- a possible batgirl or something down the line uh but obviously nothing is concrete yet because they still haven't made it. i mean as far as we know apparently signed on the dotted line so this is all still in talks as far as we know. right um me and joel have had very long talks uh about this sure um and joel does what he does best which is um temper my expectations um, time. as much as people would assume i was very happy with this news i was not part of me no, still, I, uh, I knew that you were devastated joan because that meant that ben affleck wouldn't be back as soon as i saw that i was like joan must be crying in this bedroom right now see a lot of people would assume that's why i was upset that wasn't why i was upset i was upset because once ben left as Joel, it took a long time to accept that that wasn't going to be our Batman anymore. And the day that we got a casting of our official Batman going forward, I was all in. All right, Robert Pattinson, let's do it. Uh, we started getting set photos, ideas about what the movie's going to be like. I then started to imagine, man, seeing Robert Pattinson with Gail, with Henry, with Ezra, like that's going to look really great. This news broke, and I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're not going to tell me I got a DCEU Batman and then an Elseworlds Batman. I'm like, that's not what you're about to sell me on. Because I can tell you right now, the way my brain works, I could only focus on the one that I deem that matters, which is the one that's in a continuity. Like, the one that could shake hands with Wonder Woman. That's the one my focus would be on. Um, same way I walked into Joker kind of going, it couldn't, like, even if it's bad, it just, it wouldn't matter to me because it, it means nothing. So I would walk into Matt Reeves' Batman going, it could be the best Batman I've ever seen in my life, but ultimately it means nothing. I'll never see him interact with Superman. So that's why I'm like, when this news broke, and that's why it's good to talk to someone like Joel, who's very level-headed. Um, and doesn't swing too left or right. Um, I looked at it and I kind of just went, you're asking me to care about too many different things. That's why when the CW did Crisis on Infinite Earths, it worked. Why? Because everything that was a one-off was just that. Like, they didn't introduce Huntress from the old show, and she's now part of the, the current world. Like, no, it was all one-off, so it didn't matter. So my mindset was, if this Michael Keaton is a mentor to Barry throughout Flashpoint, um... And then, obviously, once Flashpoint, like, once the movie ends, you know, he comes to a new reality, and it's Robert's Batman, 
You can color me excited. Yes, let's do it. Can't wait to see what they do going forward. But if you're now telling me Reeves' Batman exists and Keaton's Batman is the DCEU Batman, here's the main reason why I'm upset with that. I've told you all this. I've never been a fan of introducing Terry McGinnis until you have had a elongated storyline of Bruce Wayne that ends with him retiring and ultimately giving it up to Terry. You not even giving me a full-fledged, and again, this is Ben's fault, not Warner Brothers, a full-fledged Bruce Wayne to interact with the, uh, the DC Universe, and now you're telling me the Bruce Wayne we get is a mentor uh, that is ultimately bringing up other Bat members? No. No, 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 no. And anyone that's a true Batman fan should not be okay with us getting old-ass Bruce <laughs> before we see a young Bruce interacting with the Justice League. So that's where my mind went. And that's why I ultimately was like, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I no. don't want any of that. Um, but before I go to you, Tia, Joel, did your mind at any point of this news immediately, uh, like part of you go, if this is true, it's possible they're trying to build to Terry being the, uh, the Batman that takes place within the, the DCEU? I mean, it's possible. I mean, it did, it did, um, it, it went through my brain because in the back of my mind, I was as, as upset as I was at the possibility of Robert Pattinson, because that's really the main thing. I really want the the Robert Robert Pat the movie that's going to be the future of Batman to be part of this Justice League universe. You get what I'm saying? Right. What makes the most sense? I want that Batman in because that's going to be my Batman going forward. Just makes the most sense. Uh, but yeah, when they brought up when it became Michael Keaton, and there was like, well, if you're bringing in Michael Keaton, and he's old Batman. And maybe their their way of doing it is introducing Terry to be the new Batman. And now you have Batman Beyond hanging out with the Justice League, which is weird in its own right. But I almost might be down because God, how, how long has it been since we've been wanting a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton? And that might be possible now with this whole news. But I'm like, but my mind still can't get the fact out that like we never got proper Batman, enough of proper Batman with this version of the Justice so it's like, I, I don't know how to react to this. And it's like, as cool as it would be, and you know, that would probably be the only way I would accept Keaton staying long-term, is that you're telling me Terry McGinnis is going to be part of the future. Um, but it's still fucking weird, you know? Uh, as a fan of Batman, it's just an odd choice to, to go forward. And especially if Batman, the future of Batman is still Robert Patton, it's Pattinson, it just, it just, it just doesn't, it just still doesn't make sense. It just it doesn't. <laughs> that's why that's why the raps the rap and umberto's report and tia i'm about to go to you the rap and umberto's report and then uh the hollywood reporters report they're they're contradictory to each other a little bit yes. why. the hollywood reporter telling us that they're eyeing keaton's batman uh to be like the mentor of essentially the dceu but then umberto's like no 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 no, no. pattinson's batman is still the future well wait a minute <laughs> You're right. Mentor of the DCEU means he's Bruce Wayne and is mentoring the DCEU. But wait a minute, Robert Pattinson's also playing Bruce Wayne. So it's like, 
hold hold on. <laughs> yeah. One of those can't can't stay. Like they, yeah. no, I don't want two Bruce Waynes. I think that's um, what the that's what it seems like. At least that's how THR makes it seem. Like uh, Robert Pattinson's trilogy, you're gonna have your young Batman with that, but you're still as part of this DC universe, you're gonna have an Elseworld Batman be Batman. It doesn't make sense anyway. So because Robert Pattinson is also an Elseworld. So yeah. like if you're gonna say that uh, uh, Michael Keaton exists, that means Robert Pattinson. So I don't want to hear no bullshit. You could include him if you want him. And according to Umberto, who did his own video, he says he doesn't know if they're going to connect it or not. He didn't say no. He didn't say yes. It just seems like that's right now. He knows that this flashpoint won't affect Matt Reeves' movies. That's all he knows. Right. But, Joel, and you've said this to me since the beginning. No one's ever said that Reeves' Batman is connected to anything. Right. No one's ever said that. Me and you called bullshit because we're like, or not. no, no, no. <laughs> You're not going to get us invested in a in another Batman that potentially could be gone after a few movies, and we're now looking for another Batman to be in place with your current right. Justice League. Like, no, right. no you're not going to sell that us on that BS. Not at all. Yeah, don't, don't be bullshitting so, me. So I was telling Kane, and I'm like, if you're going to do Michael Keaton is there and is Bruce Wayne, right? And as much as I would hate this, and it would honestly go against everything I believe in. At that point, scrap Reeves and just make Robert Pattinson Terry McGinnis. Um, so that way you get, be- you get the best of both worlds. Keaton is still the mentor. Robert is still a version of Batman that I think he fits way more <laughs> than the idea of him being Bruce Wayne. Um, and you get the best of both worlds. But to me, one of these reports is drastically wrong. Not, not a little bit, drastically wrong. Um, I don't know who. That It's not a concern of mine. Joel has calmed my, my mind and my soul. Um, but one of them is 100% wrong. That is not my problem. <laughs> um, but see, yeah, sorry. Uh, that that was going to be long-winded of me because I was very passionate and upset. Um, but what are your thoughts on the report? And how confused would you be if we get uh, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne and then Matt Reeves' Bruce Wayne? Um. Not very confused. I feel like I have stopped wanting continuity from DC. Uh, I think Marvel has kind of conditioned us to think that everything needs to connect and that we need to have these characters in a long-lasting way. But prior to all of this, you know, connective universes, no one had played Batman for more than two or three movies. So it wouldn't be any different if Robert Pattinson did three movies and then walked away from it. To me, it would be fine. It would, I'm okay with that. At this point, DC has been excelling when they are doing the individual universes, such as the Joker. So to me, I wouldn't mind if Robert Pattinson's, you know, um, Batman trilogy was just, uh, that trilogy and that was it we're already getting a shit ton of batman characters from there so i really wouldn't feel like we were lacking so much please don't say scrap the matt reeves universe i am so excited to see that but as far as michael keaton coming in i was a little confused but then i thought i thought i thought to myself um you know, oh, it's kind of like what they're doing with, say, like, uh, J.K. Simmons, you know, how they brought him in and his uh, J. Jonah Jameson was in a different 
Spider-Man universe than now the current MCU. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. They're doing it for fans. Michael Keaton has been widely loved and respected as one of the best Bruce Wayne. So it's like, and if he's up for it, then why not? Right. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, To me, that doesn't really bother me. You know, how they decide to bring him in is, you know, only time will tell and all this speculation kind of will probably make us all want our heads to explode. So we might as well kind of just like, all right, let's see where they go with it. Um, Joelle, you saying something there? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we're, 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 we're on the same wavelength. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, oh, did, did you want to say anything? But um, I will say that the only thing that upset me a little about Michael Keaton coming in and really has nothing to do with him. But then people were saying that, oh, the previous reports that they said about, say, Jeffrey Dean Morgan coming in and playing, you know, avert the Thomas Wayne version of Batman in the Flash and Flashpoint. I was down for that. But when they're saying like, oh, you know, scrap that rumor completely. It's, you know, he wasn't, that wasn't the rumor. He's not coming in as Batman. In fact, it was Michael Keaton coming in as Batman. That's the the Batman. And I was like, oh, what, can't we have both? <laughs> um, so that was like my one thing with the Michael Keaton news. Nothing against him coming in. He's freaking Michael Keaton. But I was a little upset that that kind of seems to have been the Batman rumor and that the mm-hmm. A.D. Morgan one is, in fact, the false rumor. Okay, you said one thing that goes against every grain of my body. I know, but that's how you and I normally are when it comes to Batman. We'll never be on the same wavelength. (laughs) It was the the only thing out of what you said that I just thought was just like, (laughs) no, no, I can't agree with that. And that was everything that is a superhero uh, universe does need to have a form of a continuity. There should never be, like, I don't want Valiant to just make, here's a project, here's a project, here's a project. You'll never see them combine. That, to me, is useless. Like, where you can do it is, like, no, you can't even do it there. No, I was going to say, like, G.I. Joe, Transformers. No, even that needs to be a continuity. Justice League is a team, meaning I don't ever want to see three Wonder Woman movies, three Aquaman movies, three Batman movies, three Flash movies, and then you recast and then decide to do a team-up movie, and then you recast, and then decide to do more so. That is, like, the most craziest thing ever. You do build-up movies, and then you combine. There always needs to be a continuity, because that's where, it, that's where they come from. All Marvel did was show you that you could successfully do <laughs> Like, that's all they did. They didn't taint it. They didn't uh, overpower. They just showed you it's possible. Um, so if you're DC... Yeah, it's possible if you're Disney, but freaking, it seems like Warner Brothers hasn't been able to get their hands on it because they have the opportunity. It's not like their DCEU is just starting now. It's been a thing since 2013. They've had an opportunity, and they seemingly have done a shit job since yeah, then. Yeah, but their issue was, and again, it's old management, so we won't really focus much on it. Uh, they're under new management. But the old management signed off on you doing a team-up movie before you introduced anybody else. You introduced Superman and then said, welcome to our world of Justice League. Wait, what? <laughs> like, don't you want to build some more people? No, we want to get right to it. Um, so that's where they messed up. That's it, though, Tia, because Wonder Woman, great success. Aquaman, great success. Shazam, great success. From the looks of it, Flash, if it came out 80 years ago when it should have, would have been a great success. Man of Steel, great success. 
so they they have the ability to build with their characters the problem is they started wrong they started from the finish line and then was running to the starting line and it's like no no no, no, no. that's not how you run a race if they yeah. had started at the starting point they have shown us they make great solo movies so i'm like they're showing you continuity can work the fact that shazam had the superman uh newspaper clipping and the battering shows you it could loosely connect diana getting a letter from bruce it shows you it can loosely connect and work perfectly like they did they did less building or they did less continuity than marvel did and it worked the problem was they were playing catch up not to marvel that's the problem people have always had oh you were trying to hurry up and catch up to marvel no 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 Zack Snyder had a process in his brain that only made sense to Zack Snyder. It did not make sense to anybody else that was not inside that man's brain. But, again, that's why I said you should have just done a soft reboot where you said Justice League didn't happen. It started from Man of Steel, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, Flash of Solo, Batman Solo. Then you start to loosely integrate them coming together that builds into a Justice League movie. That's legit all you had to do. No confusion. This news coming out, people would have just chalked up to, oh, that's going to be Thomas Wayne and Flashpoint. That's it. But the fact that your world is in such shambles because you started from the end, people go, it's very possible they could be giving us two Batmans. Like, think about this. Think about if something came out in Marvel, right? Like, they had built up Ironheart, and it was like, oh, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Iron Man could be coming back. We would ultimately say, only in a mentorship. Like, he's not coming back to fully suit up. He'd be like an AI inside of her helmet or whatever. We would think rationally with that, right? With DC, it's like, you could, they throw shit at the wall, and it sticks, and we're like, yeah, no, I could see them doing that crazy shit. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what they've worked themselves up yeah. to. And Luckily, they went older this time, though. Yeah. So I, he, they, he definitely is a mentor role. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Michael Keaton's not... <laughs> Michael no. Keaton's not doing all the freaking craziness that, you know, we would have expected, say, like, Ben Affleck to do or Robert Pattinson to do. I mean, I don't know even how far he's going to go as Vulture in the future Marvel movies. Because, you know, as much as we all like Michael Keaton, as much as we all love Michael Keaton... He's getting up there. <laughs> I will tell you this. When this news came out, I can neither confirm nor deny this because, as Joelle knows, it's all speculative in my head. As soon as this news came out, I will tell you right now, Sony called Feige and said, how quickly can we do Sinister Six? They, <laughs> they lock in Michael Keaton for the next five years. Um, but um, I guarantee you that was the first call made when that news dropped. Feige, did you see this shit? I saw it. What can we do? Um, <laughs> um, Dom, welcome, man. You joined just in time. We were talking the uh, Michael Keaton rumor. Uh, I don't want to say news, right, Joel? Because it's still a rumor, right? It's not a rumor. It's just it's not official yet. Okay, it's unofficial news, I'll say, uh, that Michael Keaton could be joining the DCEU um, as Bruce Wayne. From his Batman 89, like not a new Bruce Wayne, the same one we saw. (laughs) 89 Batman, 30 years later. Right, super (laughs) old. Uh, And we would see him for the first time, uh, as as the news said, in Flashpoint. Um, Now, I want to ask you, 
does it make your brain kind of start to throb thinking about that Bruce Wayne and the fact that we still have another Bruce Wayne filming right now. <laughs> the idea that one could be canon, one possibly could not be. Yeah, um, I know we love Batman and everything, but like, I don't know if they're trying to do like, the, they're gonna do some kind of weird Doctor Who collide of the worlds type of aspect. <laughs> like, we just have a million Batmans or like those, uh, Power Ranger episodes, we have like all the Red Rangers. I mean, because it's getting kind of out of hand with like how many Batmans we're going to have. I mean, of course, we all want to see Michael Keaton. I mean, it's Michael Keaton. Um, and I did see like a, a video earlier today of him like a, doing a speech at a graduation. And, you know, I don't know if how new or old it was, but his last words were, I'm Batman. So he's excited, <laughs> and, you know, in some, some respect. So, I mean, I guess I'm at the point now, if it's good, I, I don't care. I mean, I'll take it if, as long as it's good. So I'm cool with it. It's just, like I said, like I said before, Dom, before you joined in, it's it's the type of crazy shit only DC could get away with. <laughs> yeah. Legit, only they could get away with this to where you kind of go, all right, shit, let's see if it works. I mean, me and Joel were saying last year, thinking about what they could do with Crisis on Infinite Earths, it's like, how crazy could they get? And they exceeded expectations because it was like, wait a minute. We didn't think you could get that crazy. The fact that you had Ezra and Grant on the same screen is some shit really only DC could pull off <laughs> because it's so insane. Because when everyone saw it, it was like, no one thought like that was even remotely possible. I thought it was I thought it was green screen. I didn't even think they were in the same room. That's how crazy I thought that was. Um, so it's like the only DC could do this, but that's why me and Joel said we hate time travel, we hate multiverses, we hate all that because it creates craziness like this. Like we me and Joel remember talking about how Flashpoint could um answer the question of how does Robert Pattinson's Batman get into the DCU? We never thought we would be saying, how could Flashpoint implement an old-ass Batman to be a mentor <laughs> of an entire universe while still having another Bruce Wayne somewhere out there and a multiverse somewhere else? Never once thought about that. Yeah, it's almost right. like they are legit treating um, the video medium like a comic book. You know what I mean? So we have different... <laughs> you know, runs of different uh, characters at the same time. It just depends on which one you rather see or read or not. Um, so I, maybe that's what they're thinking. And, you know, to the average, you know, to most of us, we're like, most of us were like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, no, this is like, you know, if you read this comic and you read that one, it's the same person, just different people writing it. No, and, and to, to Tia's point of it not necessarily needing to be a, a huge continuity, where I would have agreed with that, Tia, is if right after they decided they didn't want um, Zack Snyder really being uh, like the head of their universe anymore, is if they kind of said, we're not going to reboot, we're not going to soft reboot, just know this, nothing's connected anymore. Like nothing at all. Don't worry about a Justice League movie down the line. None of this is connected. We're going to finish out Wonder Woman in three or four movies. We're going to finish out Aquaman in three or four. We'll get Ezra at some point. Uh, Robert's doing his. We'll decide if everything is good. Is this, this 
is a success, whether or not we want to thread them together. If they said that, do what you want with Michael Keaton because we don't even know if it matters. But the fact that we know for a fact that they are within the same universe, Ezra with uh, Jason, with uh, Goodell, is the reason why I say to you, it's already a continuity. Keep it as such. But go ahead, Dom. So does that mean that Keaton is going to be possibly the first person to be active in two different universes at the same time with him playing Vulture still because he's in Morbius and Mm -hmm. then him possibly playing Bruce Wayne? I would say yes to that, if not for the fact of the beautiful black man that no one can pronounce the name of has hopped between both franchises at least 50 times in the past 10 years. Um, I would say Yes. Yes. He is the one actor that everyone just doesn't care that he was just like yesterday. (laughs) Wait, who are we talking about? Who who is that? Is he the guy from Guardians and Shazam? Yes, and he was in Captain Marvel. Right. Well, he he was reprising his role in Captain Marvel that he was playing right. in Guardians of the Galaxy. So okay. that was the same character. And then he played That's a different... Right. Oh, by the way, and Juwan, he was also in Push. Remember? We yeah, had our... Right. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this is... The Wizard Shazam. This is... And, and I, I do want to say this, because I know a lot of people are like, Juwan, you're a hypocrite. You were just saying how you love Batman on TV. Uh, in multiple facets and I'm like the reason why that works is because we know what each entity is we know the Batman in uh, the CW has nothing to do with the Batman and Titans uh, like we don't have to worry about seeing the Titans Batman appear on the flash one day like that's no. never going to cross so we don't have to worry about that even though they did show, they showed like a two-second clip of what was it um Oh, God, what is his name? Jason Todd in Crisis on Infinite Earths. They did. Right. It's well, part I, of the multiverse. Right. It's a giant multiverse. It's right. all connected. That's all why, of it. If you kept up with uh, Flash, uh, Flash, yeah, that's what Cisco was saying, to where they thought they closed everything to one Earth. Cisco's like, no, 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 no. There's still, like, one or two out there. Yeah, um, how convenient. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, look, I'm excited to see Keaton come back. I mean, I think the craziest thing was a lot of people consider him to be the best Batman ever. That's never, that never got a chance to interact with a Superman or a Wonder Woman. And, you know, would that be great to see? Absolutely. Um, But will it still bother me knowing that I'm preparing for Robert and then right after Robert, I'm preparing to see him? For possibly more than just that movie, yeah, yeah. Oh, two on. Joel, we did we did get some more DC news. Uh, we got some oh, Green Lantern news. You want to lay on us? <laughs> oh, talk about fucking weird. It gets weirder the next day after the Keaton news. We get fucking. It's a rumor. It's it's, a, it's just a rumor because not even I haven't even seen anybody actually report on it. So it's more. It's it's just a legit rumor. Um. We've heard rumors <laughs> that um, we will get a Green Lantern. Well, we already knew that we probably might get a Green Lantern in Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. But apparently it won't be just a, a Green Lantern. It will be Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern <laughs> uh, cameoing in. in, in and th- that sounded like bullshit when I first heard it. But I'm like, 
I saw a couple people running with it, and then some people have heard some stuff. And I don't know what to believe. I'm, I'm taking it with a large grain of salt at, at the moment, but still, that is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Bringing Ryan Reynolds Greenland and into the to, to to that universe of all universes, the Justice, the Zack Snyder Justice universe. And look, I'm all for Green Lantern. I, there's no to me, a Justice League without a Green Lantern is incomplete. I don't care what who who else you have on there. Without the Green Lantern, it's an incomplete roster. So even if it's Ryan Reynolds, I'll be happy. But at the same time, what a choice! Is it connected to the movie, or is it is it is he playing a Green Lantern separate altogether? Uh, but who knows? At the moment, it's still one of the craziest things because everyone's just going to look back to the movie he made years ago that did not do well at all at the box office. Yeah, um, this, for me, will not be, like, the last topic. I I choose not to give any life to this. Um, it, 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 it would stress me only because it's, like, this this version of his Justice League would still in some weird alternate way still somewhat be a version of canon because it's using the same characters. Um, it's just not necessarily continuity canon because it, it wasn't the theatrical release. But it's legit still the same characters. So I'm like, if Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern pops up in it in any capacity, like, what do you do going forward? Like, when you bring in a new Hal Jordan, how do you, like throw away the one that we just saw it's a well, lot of thinking that as joel tells me not to worry about but it's like yeah, it's, you can't help but ask the question in my opinion how if he shows up it's because there's definitely more there's plans for him in the future you don't just bring him in for a one-off in my opinion which would be even because now what would bother me and I, I always say this i don't like a director to have to have an actor when he goes into a project so if that is true, you're now telling whoever's directing your Green Lantern movie, hey, you already got your Hal Jordan. You just worry about whatever else comes with it. What? What if I don't want him? Like, too bad. Ryan Reynolds, that's your guy. Go forward. Uh, yeah. You can so, kill him off if you want. I will <laughs> say this, Joel. If that is true, another Remember. phone call is being made. <laughs> hey, how quickly can we get Deadpool 3 going so they can't get Green Lantern? These are all contact um, negotiations, by the way. <laughs> but this is a hilarious thing about it is that, come on, like it's it's giving material to Deadpool three because it'd be like he would make some sort of jab about being Green Lantern again, and then some sort of jab would come out like, didn't you kill him in Deadpool two? He's like, yeah, but you know, money or something like something. <laughs> it would just be like a whole. Joke. And the thing is, is that, listen, Ryan Reynolds played one version of Deadpool and then got the opportunity to play a better version of Deadpool. Maybe it's going to come to be where, you know, he gets to play a better version of Hal Jordan. To me, I saw all these things where people are like, oh, if he's Hal Jordan, that means he's definitely not going to be Wade Wilson anymore. And I was like, all right, Mark. All right, Disney Marvel haters, simmer down. I know it's been a really good week for you guys, but like, <laughs> What's always been funny about that is no one's ever said that's been the case. Like, no one's ever came out and was like, I was in a Marvel movie, and they told me I couldn't be in a DC movie, so Marvel for life. Like, no one's ever said that. 
Um, so I don't know where people keep getting that from, but because it's it's this like it's this petty like rivalry between the two fandoms, you know, of people who can't understand that you can like both and that these are actors and directors and they can be in both, like James Gunn being in Marvel and now being in DC. I will say this, Dom. You'll appreciate this. I was telling uh, my uncle Otis. I was saying because he was saying how young I was during um, the East Coast West Coast beef, and he was like, "Man, uh-huh. if you only knew how bad the East Coast West Coast beef was <laughs> back in the day." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. I've seen it." And he was like, "No, you were too young." I'm like, "No, no, no. I've seen the modern day. Is <laughs> easily almost as bad as the East Coast West Coast. It's just less murders." Um, but, but they Don't use Twitter as a weapon. They use Twitter as a weapon. It is just as annoying because I can tell you right now, if you were from the South, you were watching the East Coast, West Coast. Like, who cares? Like, who gives a shit about that? And us being fans of both, we're looking at these idiots who are trying to like pull each other apart, and we're like, why can't you just like what you like and they like what they like? Why does something have to suck? You know? Um. So, but yeah, I, oh, so. to get back to Ryan Reynolds, what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't have an issue with him reprising his role as Hal Jordan, especially if that means he's Hal going forward. Hal Jordan was not what I hated coming out of that movie. I will say that no. the day I die. Hal Jordan was easily the best thing, same as uh, his Wade Wilson, not Deadpool, his Wade Wilson was easily the best thing coming out of Origins. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is usually never bad in something. It's just usually Ryan Reynolds is always in something bad. That <laughs> is the shit that Ryan Reynolds attaches himself to. Um, so I wouldn't have a problem with that. My only issue would be, um, is it going to commit? And remember, we remember what the idea of the story of Green Lantern was always going to be, which was a mentorship of Hal Jordan to a younger John Stewart. Um, so Ryan Reynolds is not an old guy. I think he's maybe late thirties, early forties. I think mid forties. Mid forties, really? Yeah, he's like forty three, forty two. I think he just, he just looks that good that at that age. <laughs> like, there's only two. There's only two actors that I look at, and I can never tell how old they are. Chris Pine and Ryan Reynolds. I'll, I could never <laughs> guess, not even remotely guess how old they are. They just have perfect faces. Um, but still, I think that's kind of young still. But anyway, none for me to worry about now. Um, I'd have no problem with it. It would just, it would create more questions than it would answers. Um, and that's something that I've always hated about DC. Start answering some shit. <laughs> Stop leaving us <laughs> questions that he's we got to answer. Um, he's how, how old? 43. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I would never guess that. Um, but, um... What are your thoughts about if Ryan Reynolds uh, does reprise his role, even if it's just for Justice League, um, or even if it's for beyond just that? What are your thoughts on him reprising the role? Uh, mine were the, the same as Tia. It was, you know, he has a chance to reboot his character and do it better, you know. Um, and it just, I think it just depends on how, are they going to let him be goofy, or is he going to have to be serious because, you know, the tone of you know the the uh, latest DCU films are like they're not serious but the tone is a little bit more serious than say the first Green Lantern was and Ryan Reynolds doesn't do serious very often 
Um, but he seems to be a person who also, as of late, has a lot of control over the things that he does, you know, seeing how Deadpool went. So um, it could be in- interesting. I think it – honestly, I think it will be something that uh, – he doesn't do very long. I feel like it'll be a passing of the torch to a John Stewart. They just want him there to kind of jump it off, you know. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what essentially it seemed like when they uh, the first reports came out that it could be Tom Cruise. That was how driven. That's what everyone was speculating. Like, he's no, so no, small. He's just a launching. <laughs> that would be a really short how Jordan. That, that'd be really <laughs> and Tom, but and Tom doesn't like to let go either. He would never wear that mask again. Right. That was the issue on why they couldn't sell him on Iron Man. He was like, wait, wait, wait. I had to cover this shit up? Nope. Nope. I don't want that. Which I never understand that. His first argument would be, why is the black guy not wear a mask, but I have to wear a mask? It doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be so mad. Um, but no, that's what I told you always upset me about Robert Downey Jr. It's like, all right, no, no, he wore the mask, but I still had to see his fucking face in the mask. No, get out of here. Just show me yeah. the mask. It's like, I hated that shit so much. <laughs> forgot you were in there. Um, yeah. uh, your thoughts on uh, if Ryan Reynolds did decide to come back? Oh, I mean... I guess it's like the other thing. I don't really have that much of a like stake in it because I never actually watched the previous Green Lantern movie because I had heard, yeah I had heard how awful it was and I was like I don't feel like subjecting myself to that. But I mean I like Ryan Reynolds. If he wants to come back and it be like it seems like they're trying to find like ways now to kind of bring back older stuff and like kind of tap into maybe that nostalgia like how they're doing with Keaton or just do something fun like they were doing say for like Crisis on Infinite Earths where they brought in like you know the Smallville actor and you know Kevin Conroy and all this stuff so you know it it would be cool and I, I like the idea of maybe him coming in for just simply passing the torch to Jon Stewart because correct me if I'm wrong guys We've never seen a live-action Jon Stewart. And for those of us like myself who grew up on the Justice League animated show and Justice League Unlimited, Jon Stewart was our Green Lantern. Like, you know me, I'm not the biggest comic book reader, especially when I was a kid. So I didn't even know that Hal Jordan was a Green Lantern. To me, my Green Lantern was Jon Stewart. So that would be your perfect opportunity to bring him into the current DCEU and kind of like have it almost as like a nod to have Ryan Reynolds finally be able to be in a decent Green Lantern role and be able to pass the torch to a Jon Stewart. Well, the way how Jordan, uh, once he passed the torch, the way that it always worked was he was more of a, uh, and I know this term is very loose, but more of like a galactic uh, protector, not just right. not just the Earth sector. So that's where John focused. Uh, was the was the Earth sector, and how was more like I'm chilling on Oa, seeing kind of what's going on around space, what I can get my hands on. So I'd be cool with that as long as Ryan Reynolds is okay, periodically appearing as Hal Jordan. Um, like the original reports were, Tom Cruise's Green Lantern was going to die. Don't do that shit ever. <laughs> if you're going to do Hal Jordan that passes it on to 
to John. He does not have yeah. to die to pass that torch. That, that was another thing that stopped Tom. Tom didn't want him to die. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm like, I've never seen, like, could you picture, like, passing the baton, like someone killed the guy that passed it, and it's like, no, 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 you have to die before you pass it to him. No, that's not how it works. You just pass it, and then you just go away um, for you to possibly come back. So it's like, that's what you should do. Um, but you're right, Tia. DC looks to, like, I feel like they're like, all right, you guys don't really like the new shit that we do. So what if we just continue to pull on the nostalgia? And I'm like, all right, yeah, no, that works. But I don't like my Bruce Wayne being 90. So I'm like, <laughs> rectify that shit. I need a younger Bruce Wayne. Um, me and Joel loved Ben, but we always hated that you started Batman at 40. It was like... Yeah, I was never a fan of that. Why? Why? Yeah, why would you- like, why would you, you do telling that? Me, and what was more upsetting was you were telling me, hey, you guys remember all that good shit you loved about Batman? Yeah, it already happened. Yeah, we passed, <laughs> we passed it all of it. What? And we killed off mean? Dick Grayson. On yeah, top like, of it. what? What are you saying? So that's that's the, also the other thing that bothers me. Can, can we get a storyline of a young Bruce Wayne that goes through Court of the Owls, that goes through Hush, that goes through, like, really important stuff? Uh, long Halloween, like that, that we can watch important stuff that we can see, see progress. I will um, say, um, the Michael Keaton's Batman currently would be, and you know, we don't need to get too much into this because you guys already talked about it beforehand, but I think he would be a pretty good version of the Bruce Wayne that we did see in Batman Beyond. Like, if you have to sit there and think of like a person who formerly played Bruce Wayne who could fit into that role. I can't see Ben Affleck fitting into that type of Bruce Wayne, but I can definitely see Michael Keaton uh, fitting into that version of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's a that's a quick way to get Ben to spit in your face. It's like, hey, Ben, you know how you worked really hard on that body? Yeah. All right. Well, we need you to sit in a chair for like a full two and a half hours. <laughs> I do my shirt off? No, you're supposed to be an old man. <laughs> Don't take your shirt off. Just keep that all buttoned up. Fuck <laughs> out of my face. But I will say the two most accurate looks in comic book history to me are if Michael Keaton does take on the role of old man Bruce because he looks almost exactly like old man Bruce from Batman Beyond and Ben looked exactly like Bruce Wayne from Batman the Animated Series. I mean, I thought Zach casted him purely off of that. I'm like, he looks, even the chin, the little detail in the chin is exactly like the cartoon Bruce Wayne. It's insane. But I, I, I still say that Zach's first choice was actually Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but they wanted someone more famous. This is why I would have loved Jeffrey Dean Morgan to come back as Thomas Wayne for that version of Batman, because he would be really good at like a darker version of Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, would, would I have liked the Jeffrey Dean Morgan Bruce Wayne? Because he always had that grizzleness about him that just fit the Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint. So I'm like, you know, I've always saw his face and went, more Thomas, less Bruce. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I could have ever, like, really seen that. I don't know, because now I always just think they wanted an old Bruce. 
And he is older. J.D. Morgan is older yeah. than Ben Affleck. So you they they went after that. Josh Brolin. He's even older. Let me say where I call small BS on that Jeffrey Dean Morgan take, Joel. There's no way Zach had Jeffrey Dean Morgan in mind, but had his Batman look as big as Ben's did. <laughs> like, like you look at Ben's body, and even if you look at Josh's body to a degree, that's a bulkiness you just couldn't imagine Jeffrey D. Morgan getting to. Uh, no. I disagree. <laughs> he looked pretty big in Watchmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. J.D. Morgan and Zach have worked together before. Yeah, I and I would that. say, I would say his body in Watchmen is about as big as I can imagine Josh Brolin could get. Like, he couldn't get any bigger than that. Like, Ben is like, that's that's like what statues look like back in Greece. No one could get to that. <laughs> but, like, as far as, like, a normal Bruce Wayne body at that age, Josh Brolin and Jeffrey Dean Morgan would spit that. Yeah, so I yeah. apologize. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He was big as shit in Watchmen. Yeah. And, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Ben Affleck are around the same height. I didn't know this. Ben Affleck is like six foot four. Yeah, um, he's a fucking he's monster. He's pretty big. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan is six foot one. Josh Brolin is five foot ten. So he would definitely be the shortest of the choices there. <laughs> Me and Joel always said it made us laugh looking at Henry stand next to uh, Ben, ben. kind of going. Batman and Superman should never be around tonight, <laughs> or Batman a, like a, a little talk. Like that should never be the case. It's a little bit of a discrepancy. Everybody's different. I always imagine Batman is shorter because I don't right. know. I just always thought Superman was taller. Maybe because he's always flying, like floating above yeah. him. <laughs> so it's just a visual. No, he's not that much shorter though. Henry's only six foot one, so it's not right. that. Right. No, you're right. No, but Joel makes a great ears. point because it's what freaked me out every time I saw. Hugh Jackman and uh, what's his name on screen together? I'm like Cable. No, 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 no. Uh, no um, Cyclops. Yes, yeah, Cyclops. I'm like I'm looking yeah, at yeah. that. And I'm like, you've been <laughs> showing me in cartoons and comics how small Wolverine is. Why is he so tall? Like they went the Cyclops. They changed it. <laughs> I'm like wait a minute, and you made him somewhat like the pseudo leader. I'm like, all right, this is too much. <laughs> this is too much, guys. Um, but all right, let's let's move on. That's all the news we have from DC, right, Joel? Uh, crazy news. Yeah, I mean that's as far. I mean nothing dropped today, so clear. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about uh, a few projects that um are going back into filming. We know Matrix Four is heading back to filming. Batman is not far away from head heading back to filming. Um, I'm just, I'm really curious on how they're going to pull all this off. Um, you having to do smaller sets and stuff like that. Um, it's not easy. I mean, it, it, it's not going to be easy at all, but hey man, all these movies that keep getting pushed back, it, it's giving me all kinds of like, it, it's making me freak out. It, it really is. Um, cause I'm like, you, theaters are talking about opening back up to no movies. Like, <laughs> you gonna open back up and just show re-releases? You think I'm going to give you my money? You're already too expensive. You think I'm going to pay for shit I already seen? They need uh, to drop the price in that case. They need to drop the price. See, you want to know something funny? 
I think they're just banking on the fact that people would miss being in theaters that they wouldn't really care. No. And I think they would have a fair argument to that. No. Um, but I know they won't be getting my money. <laughs> if you, you're telling me Tenet is being dropped there, maybe. Um, I'll see if I could stream it illegally first, but um, I damn sure would, would rather see Tenet than Endgame again in theaters. Um, so, I mean, I just wanted to give a shout out to all these uh, movies that are starting production again. God bless you. Not going to be easy. Um, but the selfish part of me, get that ass back to work. Give me that. Um, so hurry up with that. But uh, before we get out of DC, I do want to talk something because I just remembered we haven't had an episode about it. So, and I know Joel wants to talk about this. DC fandom. Hmm. Coming in August, August 22nd, I believe, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, me and Joel, before we get into the details of fandom, I did want to talk about this because me and Joel talked about this uh, for a while, and we were thinking, could be the start of some shit. Joel, so I want to start with you, Gideon. If fandom is a hit, right? We already know Marvel does its own thing with D23, um, but that very easily could be a branch off of Marvel just doing its own thing. If DC Fandom hits, how likely do you think it is New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con become more of a breeding ground for uh, actors to just do um, signings and appearances and less of promoting major superhero movies because they might just regulate that to something like a fandom? Uh, for DC. So if that's a hit, how likely do you see them pulling from San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con going forward? Uh, it's quite likely. I mean, like we, you just mentioned, Disney does it now with D23. No, it's, it's bi-yearly uh, bi or whatever, so right. it's not every year. Uh, and DC can do something similar if they really want it with their own product, which they will be doing soon for free. Uh, on the internet online, but it's already kind of like it seems like it's already predicting its future by saying fandom instead of fandom because it could have banned like it's, what dome are we entering a digital dome? So eventually, I think you're gonna get into a real dome <laughs> and we can get into like an actual arena uh, where they can send you know do their thing and and they'll have they have TV, video games, movies, cartoons, comics, they got everything. Uh, anything and everything uh, DC has their uh, their hands in, so they have more than enough content to, to throw their own um, con, just like Marvel does, if they want to like even separate it from D23, which they don't need to do that, but I'm saying they can't. Yeah, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for you, Joel, but the last couple of years we've been going to New York Comic Con, I'm definitely going there more so for the superhero stuff than anything else. Um, like if they pulled, they pulled all the superhero stuff, I'm legit now just walking the floors for an experience, I guess. Um, yeah. you know, so I'm like, no, me and Joel wouldn't spend half the money we do, uh, to do New York Comic Con if there was no superhero stuff. Uh, would it be like, hey, would you like to go on a Saturday because we have press passes? Maybe. But it's like you'd have to be doing something that like really gets us to want to go. Um, but the idea of sitting at a round table with the cast of Titans is something that definitely uh, will be with me and Joel forever. But like you get rid of that, 
what do you think I'm going there for? Like a Netflix show? It had to be a damn good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think if you do that, you corner your market. Um, San Diego Comic-Con would still exist because all your NBC shows or USA shows or Netflix shows, they would all still go there and have panels. It just wouldn't be for anything superhero related. Um, but something like The Boys would still be at a San Diego Comic-Con uh, because they don't have a big enough um, uh, library for them to have their own their own convention. Um, so I personally would love it uh, if DC and Marvel had their own thing for us to look forward to every year. That way we know, all right, it's going to be four hours. This is what we're getting. All the BS is out of here. We know we're focusing on blah, 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 blah. End of the story. Um, Thea, uh, I-, I ask you, how likely do you think that that is, that a fandom is a hit? <laughs> it could be all she wrote for uh, DC appearing at San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con going forward. I guess they would just have to see where the cons and the pros are with that because it could be one of those things where maybe they continue having their fandom but also remain in San Diego Comic-Con just to see, like, you know, if they fully pulled out of San Diego Comic-Con, what would be the disadvantage of that, you know? I just think that would be one of those things where they have to see going forward where the, you know, positives and the negatives are necessarily. Now, wanting to comment on what you said, prior to working with Geek Vibes Nation, I did just go to New York Comic Con just to walk the floor. I never did any of the other stuff that, like, when, what we did this past year, I was like, wow, the hours went by so fast. And Brittany was like, that's because we were, like, working. And I was like, this never <laughs> happened before. Um, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to have a good time. Um, but I would be very sad if you know both Marvel and DC fully pulled out of um, New York Comic Con. Let's say because if 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 DC and if Phantom was just always an online experience, that'd be great. But if they want to do like a physical meetup, you know, it's all going to be in freaking like. California. I live in New York, so that would totally be a disadvantage to me because for some reason, you know, Hollywood and all these other studios love to make movies and TV shows about New York, but they never want their freaking actors to come to New York Comic Con. So it's like, I don't understand it. So that's like a little bit I have because you know that they would just all put it over in California. I don't that's agree. a selfish thing for me. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. Um, I will say, on the surface, I don't know what any of the negatives would be. Um, if there are any negatives, it'd be very little, if any, um, yeah. because you're maximizing profit, because you're now taking a corner of the market and expanding it just within yourself until Marvel decides to do uh, the same thing, and now you're sharing the market. But I don't know what a negative would be, but I will say that. Well- I'm sorry, really quick. It's one of those things where it's like the negative could be like, say if someone just has the time to take off work or the money to go to only one event, but luckily both DC and Marvel are there and they have that. But in this case, if they have two separate things and then maybe you also want to go to San Diego Comic-Con to catch something like The Boys, that's three things that someone would have to take the time off of work for, save up the money for. So it could be a negative in that 
sucked for the consumers. Well, yeah, I think it'd be a negative for us. Not oh, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, not a negative for them. Uh, people would still show, and as long as they did, I think they'd be like, no, we're okay with that. Um, but I will say, one advantage you guys have, Dom, you've been to conventions before coming with GVN. Joel, you've been to New York Comic Con before uh, coming with GVN, correct? Yeah. Tina, you've been to New York Comic Con before going to GVN. Yeah. I hate all three of you because my only experience with these cons is working. I've never been with them before. <laughs> Honestly, John, working. I have to say really quick, that was my first convention. It was back in like 2000 and freaking uh 12 right i wasn't even expecting to go there one of my friends this is back when you can get like the four-day passes and then like just give someone a day pass like you didn't he was like oh i've already been there for two days and i don't feel like going on sunday do you want to go and i was like yeah and he gave me it and like literally i went by myself like didn't meet up with anyone just walked around like this place is great <laughs> like, I, mean, I, still don't, I don't get why they changed that um, change that. If I, I spent the money, why can't I give give my, my pass away? Well, so you said that you've always done it through GVN, and we know how, like, the press passes go. But I don't know for anyone out there who has experienced the whole let me wait at the computer for four hours in order to get a freaking uh, ticket because all the scalpers are flooding the entire queue. So I think they try to do that to minimize on the wait because literally there was one time I waited like three hours just by the computer waiting to be like transferred to the next stage of buying your freaking ticket. I've never been a fan of you limiting what I can do once I spend my money. Like if I, if I pay for Netflix and I want to give 18% of the, the neighborhood my Netflix pass. <laughs> I don't get how you should be able to tell me I can't do that. Like, so, like, if that's the case, just increase uh, how much it costs to do Netflix. So that way I'm feeling uh, cheated out by giving it away because I'm paying so much. Do that. That would probably change a lot of people's don't, minds. Don't give them ideas. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Netflix is already raised like a shit ton. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, no, no um, I hate that you can't do that. Like, I, I, I would love if, um, if we had to pay for our passes that we could do Friday or Saturday, um, and then give someone a pass to enjoy Sunday. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Um, but Dom, I, I'll start with you, man. In this fandom, okay. We're supposed to be hearing from James Gunn about Suicide Squad. I, we better look. I will fist fight Matt Reeves if if he ain't there talking something. Uh, I told my dad, I'm like, he's like, well, they they had to stop shooting. I'm like, Dad, here's here's the I thing. Stop I don't need footage from Matt Reeves. Show me photos, and I I'd say, you know what? I can live with it. I mean, people forget Sony showed up to San Diego Comic Con and showed everybody a flip book of what to expect from the movie. And then like maybe like a quick two or three seconds of the movie. I don't even need that. Show me what each character looks like in their costume. Cause you're not gonna tell me everybody hasn't already shot a scene of themselves in their uh, respective costumes. You're just not gonna tell me that. Right. Show me it, just show me it. <laughs> That's all I ask. Just like you're not gonna tell me, even though they haven't started filming, 
You're going to sit here and bullshit me and tell me The Rock hasn't tried on that Black Adam costume? <laughs> Go ahead and fucking lie to me and tell me he hasn't tried that on. Yeah, put some muscles in there. <laughs> Come on. He's tried that costume on. Show me what he looks like in it. Like, I'm asking for, for legit crumbs here. As Joel, usually I'd say, no, give me trailers. I want the actors to show photos. If you don't have any footage, photos. That's it. That, I'm not asking for a lot. Um, so hopefully we get Andy, uh, Andy Muschietti there to clarify some of this flash news that we've been hearing. Um, to me, I, like I told you all this, the one thing about working in this industry and what we do is it takes away from surprises. Um, like a lot of, a lot of what we were hearing about crisis, we heard prior to seeing it. That's why the Ezra thing made our minds explode because somehow that was not leaked um or even talked about so i'm like the fact that this news came out about michael keaton don't don't hush up now if it's true tell us more about it if it's not just tell us that it's not true like there is no need to try to surprise us now that the quote-unquote news came out already because you can even tease michael keaton stuff and people wouldn't have believed it right because it's just so fucking crazy exactly so i'm like now that the cat's out of the bag if you wait and say nothing and then try to just put it in a movie, it's not going to shock us because we heard the news already. So we're <laughs> expecting it. So I'm like, at that point, just come out and either confirm or deny it. Um, so uh, out of all those DC projects, plus the games, uh, the mention of the Suicide Squad game, the mention of this Batman game, uh, what are some of the things you're looking forward to from fandom? Um, I really want to see, like you were saying, if they can create this avenue for themselves, because um, if you're, if you in the geekdom, if you only focus on DC, if you want to go to a con, you're spending money to see a whole bunch of things that you don't want to see. Um, you might find something that you're, oh, you didn't know you're interested in, but like, you know, I know I've been to um, Wizard World used to come here, right? And I know they had a couple, uh, a couple Marvel panels, a couple Batman uh, panels. But if you were really into either one of those things, you get this much of the thing you want to see, and the rest of it is something else. And you're like, I just spent, you know, a hundred bucks and. I got to, you know, spend it on a day. So I think if you are able to um, have that one big thing, uh, it could be beneficial for the fans. And of course it'd be beneficial to Warner Brothers, DC, but, you know, from a fan standpoint, if you had just that one, that was like, you know, all I care about is this. And like you said, with them having a catalog, it could work because I know I've gone to Walker Stalker Con and it's very small. I mean, they at the point where they have like buy one, get three free tickets because yeah, because like the walking dead is very popular, but there's nothing else to go with it. And the show doesn't elicit a lot of excitement. It's just good. You know what I mean? And a lot of people didn't read the comics. So the con's very small. And then this past one got uh, down here, got canceled. And then they rescheduled and they end up letting people in for free because nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> right. but with, you know, a DC, a Marvel, 
if uh, you did like a Doctor Who one, if you did one that was all horror stuff, then I think mm-hmm. it could work. I mean, you're still going to have the, the regular conventions that people are still going to go because some people dabble in all of them and they want to see a little bit of all of it. But for something as big as DC, you know what I mean? Like, it's all-encompassing and it's all you, you want to see is that. It can work. Um, but to answer your question, I'm I'm trying to get back into, you know, being a gamer on a small scale. So I would like to see what these, you know, a suicide game would look like and a Batman game would look like. Because every time I see all these Batman games, I'm like, oh, shit, that looks dope. And then I I just let it go by. And no. I'm like, played at a friend's house here and there, but just never um, fully invested in it besides Injustice 2. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I would like to see that. I'd like to see some games. Uh, the graphics are almost too good to ignore nowadays to where just seeing a trailer alone is like, all right, I'm about to find this 80 bucks and drop on this game and get the extra I need with it. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd like to see some games. Uh, the trailers, <sighs> I like to see trailers, but at the same time, I know, I know that half the time we see a trailer for something big, it's always a clip that we never see in the movie. You know what I mean? Which I get. You know, they want to, they don't want to spoil anything for you. But, like, it's almost kind of like a middle finger, like, oh, this, this looks good, right? You're never going to see it again until the, the Blu-ray comes out. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd be excited for the video games. Possibly, if it's in an actual dome, I would assume they would do, like, Madison Square Garden, or they do the Superdome, or they do the... No, 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 stop. Madison Square Garden. <laughs> or I can really see... Start there. I can really see them doing that uh, new dome in Atlanta uh, that got built just because... Why so it's so far. <laughs> it's close for me. That's what it sounds like, Dom. It sounds like um, No, no I was say, to your point about trailers, I did speak to somebody... Uh, I spoke to somebody through my dad once that uh, put together trailers and they said the trick, the reason why a lot of people do that, they show scenes that aren't in the actual movies is because people used to get a lot of feedback, like a lot of negative feedback that most trailers set up a movie. So once you sit down, you're like, I saw that scene. I kind of know where they're going because it, it consecutively shows you sequences of the movie that once you sit down in it, you're like, all right, I can put this piece here, that's about to happen. This piece there, that's about to happen. So if I show you something that's not actually in the movie, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> that's why um, the year San Diego Comic-Con dropped the trailer for um, Infinity War, the trailer they got was not in the actual movie. Um, so that's why and it was drastically different than the trailer we got. So that way it was something really cool for those fans to, to experience that we never really got a chance to experience because it wasn't in the actual movie. Right. But it kind of just changed it up to fit different things, uh, but it's a way to stay fresh. So when you see it, you're not like... I know for a fact when I saw that chick walk past the closet in the trailer, that's probably where that monster's going to pop out at. Like, I know it's coming. <laughs> they do it to kind of always keep you guessing, but um, no, the games really excite me, but when it comes to this fandom, I'm here for the movies. Movies and the TV shows. And the TV shows. I assume that's where we're going to get our trailer to Titan Season 3. 
that I didn't even know if they started filming or. I don't know if they started filming, but any type of news I get is good for me. You know? But we've heard nothing about it, Joel. So even if they did start shooting, we would have never. We've heard nothing about it. But we would have heard something about them shoot, shoot. If they were, they were going supposed to, to start shooting already, they would have been shooting right now. Um. So I want to hear more about that. Um. But yeah, as far as movies. I told Joel, my dad was laughing when I told him. I legit, all I want to know is who Idris Elba's playing. That's all I give a shit about. <laughs> like, if, if legit, if DC fandom, like, opens and James Gunn comes on and goes, Idris Elba's playing blah, 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 and then, like, it's shut down, I wouldn't even complain. That is the height of what I need to know. Uh, um... It's been killing me. Because you've heard so many rumors of who he was going to play. Then it was like the official news on who he's going to play. And it's like, I just want to know so I can know what to expect and what to get over. If if he's going to be the vigilante, I want to just hurry up and get over it so I can be excited about it. You know, I want to get angry, get over it, and then get excited. Um, But if you make me wait till I see a trailer, I have no choice but to get over it. And then that just puts me in like a whole clusterfuck. Of emotion. I don't want that. I wouldn't have already been over it by the time I see it. Um, so, I mean, that and um, they've been speculating, Joel, uh, for the longest. Black Adam could be giving us a PSA. Um, oh, yeah. So, yep. it's like, I want to know if that's if that's the case. I already told you what version of JSA I expect. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did. Um, but, no, I, I want to know if any of that's true. I want to know if any of that's true. So, because to me, when you have the knowledge, and Tia, this is what I always tell people. This is what I told my sister, actually, um, and my little brother who want to get into comics. If you're a fan of the movies, when they announce stuff, that's why it's good when they announce it ahead of time. You now can know what exactly to go read. So you have the knowledge. But it's when they like to hold shit close to the vest that you're now watching it and you're like, I can't even get as excited as I want to because... I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. That's why when Guardians came out, it had to be a good movie because it didn't have many comics for you to go back to to really read, though, I know who they are. So it's like if that movie failed, that would have been the death of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it would have taken a really good comic run to revive them. So I'm like, let us know who some of these characters are for the Suicide Squad so we can look it up and really get excited. Um, Especially because James Gunn's been hyping John Cena. I don't know who the hell John Cena's playing. I don't You're even know who man. John Cena. I'm sure, I don't know. <laughs> Took um, me a second to as well. No, so I just I, I would like to know who some of these people are playing. But you guys, you guys know why I'm here. What did Marshawn Lynch say? You know why I'm here, boss. I'm here for the Batman. Give me as much as you can. Just just sprinkle me in Batman news. Um, stories, concepts, whatever you got, shower me in it. Um, shit, I mean, honestly, if I'd love Matt Reeves to pull a, a Zack Snyder. Even though it's virtual, pull up in that shit in the Batmobile. <laughs> pull up to it in the Batmobile, man. Go all out. Um, but no, I really do expect to hear some Aquaman. Uh, I expect our second trailer of Wonder Woman to come out during uh, Fandom. Um, and the biggest thing is I need Andy Muschietti to show up and show out. You got a lot of explaining to do, my man. <laughs> like a lot. It's Ezra or Flash. That's what you start with, and then you start debunking all this rumor shit we've been getting since you attached your name. 
Um, so I, I'm looking at Andy and Matt Reeves to shine bright at DC Fandom. But um, Joel, what are you looking forward to the most from DC Fandom? I don't know what I'm not looking forward to, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think about it, and I, I just I can't peg it because I like I, I love so much of it. Like there's the CW shows; they're gonna be there. DC Universe, HBO Max hopefully has some presence there with their shows. Green um, Lantern show would be nice. Yeah, Justice League Dark, whatever. If they have any information on that. Um, the, they have um, the movies, obviously. Every movie coming out, I want to know every little thing I can get. Uh, I don't expect much, but, you know, the Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Flash, Black Adam. I want all of it. Give me all of it. Give me all of it. I'll take all of it. Um, when it comes to even comic books, I'm down for anything. Cartoons, I want to know more about the next season of Young Justice. Um, it's just, there's just too much. There's <laughs> too much there. That the, I, I'm going to be busy that Saturday. <laughs> Hopefully they have it all scheduled off with the right, the, what, what the time is what. I'm very curious how they're going to play it out. Like, one of the panels, how they're going to show it. Do we have to get, like, a separate app? Or is it going to be on YouTube? Like, I there's a couple questions I have. I mean, I'll say this, okay? My birthday is August 24th, all right? That's not a shameless plug. Mine's the 13th. That's not a shameless plug. I say that to say that, well, you're lucky. It'll come before Fando. The reason (laughs) why I'm bringing up my birthday is, I don't know if any of you and to our watchers and our listeners, I don't know if any of you have been following me and Joel cover San Diego Comic-Con the past few years. (laughs) It's tiring. It sucks the soul out of our bodies, okay? <laughs> Us doing the live stream of it last year, I think me and Joel were in like a coma for two days after that. So what I'm saying is it yeah. will tire me out right before <laughs> my birthday. I'll be in bed all day for my birthday because <laughs> how tiring it will be. To, and poor Kanan. Like me and Joel could do a live video and capture all yeah. Kanan's got to be live tweeting the shit. God bless those thumbs. Yeah. I'm August that man is uh, he's a, he's a problem. That guy is on top of everything. Yeah, God bless him, and God bless whoever has to do that article to recap. Um, <laughs> Tia, that falls on you. God bless those thumbs. Look at Tia. Tia's like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to help you out with the outline right now. I'll give you every place you're going to need. But, see, I'll go to you. Um, what, if anything, are you looking forward to the most out of fandom? Um, very much looking forward to Andy Machete announcing we have a replacement for Ezra Miller as The Flash. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I'm excited for anything about the Suicide Squad because, as you know, I actually am a fan of the 2016 version of Suicide Squad, and considering how much I love James Gunn and what he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy, I love the cast. So that, to me, is the most exciting part of it. Um, I am interested in seeing what we can hopefully see of the Batman. And you're right, if we could see The Rock, um, just anything Black Adam-related would be really cool, just because, correct me if I'm wrong, he was casted for that back in like 2014 so it's been six years let's get going now (laughs) everyone always says it's been like six years it's not it's been like 10 years 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually casted way before then, because you got to remember. When he had hair still. Here's the funny thing, thing. Believe it or not, he was mm-hmm. casted as Black Adam before Man of Steel came out. Right. No, he wasn't. He was, Joel. He was no. legit casted before Man of Steel came out. No, it totally was not. Google it. I promise you he was. I will Google it. Google it. He was. He 100% was. Um, no, Manson was definitely not out. Because I remember there was whole, all this stuff about him floating. Because I remember him weighing the option between Black Adam and Green Lantern. There was no way it was before Man of Steel. It was before Man of Steel, man. <laughs> it was not. If, it was, if it wasn't before Man of Steel, it's at least been 10 years since he's first talked about it. Because um, it's been forever. Because we got an update like five years ago. Like, hey, guys, remember me? I'm still in the Black Adam. It was like, all right, we'll make the shit then, Rock. Like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Um, so, to me, it, we deserve to see him in costume. That's it. I'm not asking for anything else. Just him in costume, um, even if it's, like, the first of- official photo of it. Like, he doesn't actually get on screen in it. It's just our first look at what the costume is going to look like. Um, I, if, if I had to take a guess, what Boss Logic gave us uh, is probably exactly what the, the suit's going to look like. It, probably. No different than that. No different than that. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there is nothing to be left to interpretation, but it, it's probably going to be that exact suit. Um, but we just cool. – Go ahead. Uh, 2014. Oh, that's what you said, right, Tia? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But, yeah, we, we, we deserve it. We deserve September it. September of 2014. September of 2014. It's still been such a long time, six years, to be, you know, casted as a character and still yeah. not, you know, have made his debut at all, even in a cameo. That's, that's because he decided to skip uh, Shazam. <laughs> or else he would have been in Shazam. That was his decision, not anyone else's. That was that was their decision because he's he was produced it. Time out. So yeah. if 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 Joel's being completely honest with you, it was his decision the day that he decided he wanted Black Adam to be a solo. <laughs> 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 he decided That's on that. It was like, Once he decided right. I'm going to be Black Adam, that was destined to be separated. <laughs> There was no way you were going to get them, especially because you have to have a winner. You have to have a loser. You weren't going to get The Rock to be the loser in his first appearance as Black Adam. So That's the day true. he was casted, they were like, we can't do movie, like a movie of you guys together. as <laughs> But we we were sitting in Shazam watching it together like, I didn't need you to like have like a, you know, a fight. Just pop your head in and go, hey, Black Adam. like. It's because The Rock didn't want a repeat of The Mummy 2. He wanted to come out of his solo first and then... Oh, shit. Yeah, that's Look, exactly hey. what it was. <laughs> hey, always got to fix your mistakes. You got to learn from them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we, we definitely deserve that. Um, there's a project. I actually, Joel, I want to hear more about Blue Beetle. That was rumored a while I, ago. I would love to hear more about, about Blue Beetle. Beetle mainly because... Gold. Mainly because I feel like if they use Jaime, if they don't use Jaime, then it completely vetoes what I'm about to say. But That's what they mentioned in the report. If we get Jaime, it means less Cyborg, and I'm always for that. Put Cyborg in his place. Titan. Well, Cyborg is also rumored to be in the fucking Flash, remember? 
Everyone's going to be in this Flash movie. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Juwan's favorite thing. And remember how like you know Captain America: Civil War was basically an Avengers movie, even though it was called Captain America. It's going to be yeah. the Flash, but it's just going to be everyone else. It's going to be another <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> There's still nothing more annoying than hearing Feige talk about that movie. <laughs> it's not an Avengers movie. I don't know why people say that. Feige, you had the Avengers in the movie. What, what are you talking about? Well, that's, that's going to be the Flash, though. That's going to be the Flash, though, apparently. Yeah. Every, everyone's going to be in it. Yeah, expect to see Wonder Woman versus Aquaman. The only thing we're not going to see is Thomas Wayne and Batman. <laughs> no. <laughs> the one thing we were looking forward to seeing is the one thing we definitely won't be getting. I'd even say, Joel. I think people should temper expectations. It's a good chance you won't even get Diana versus um versus Arthur. Yeah. Man, it's I a very good breath. chance that's not the storyline that they go with. Um, no. We should, it, just like I, I remember we had to tell people uh, when we did our podcast for Geek Vibes Live uh, when Civil War got announced, don't expect any of what you saw in the comics. Like, not even yeah. what you saw in the comics. I had to explain that to my cousin. I'm like, it said <laughs> Civil War, but it's not the Civil War, you know. It's, 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 not, what, it's not what you're expecting. Um, I'm like, you can't why, have Civil War with none of them having ident- secret identities. The whole point of it was secret identities. Exactly. It had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, no. If anything, it was reassuring people like, hey, you remember, like, I'm Iron Man, right? It's like, yeah, no, no, we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody knows who everybody is. Yeah, we, we know who you no are. No secrets here. That's why when Ant-Man came out, it was like the one guy no one knew who, who he was. <laughs> you exposed him. Gone. Gone. Completely yeah. gone. Um, that's why I enjoyed a little bit of uh, at the end of um, the first Spider-Man movie where it was like, no, you know, introduce yourself to the world. Let everyone know who you were. He's like, I don't want that shit, Mr. Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't want that at all. I was like, I'm proud of you, kid. I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, and that's, and that's the end of the second Spider-Man. Like, not, not only do you know who Spider-Man is, but now you think he's like a murderer. Right, I'm like, yeah, perfect. it's so hard to protect this kid only for them to be like, no, no. They know who he is now. It's like, god damn it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and he's still just a kid, now that I think about it. Isn't he still just like 16? This poor child. Yeah, he's like 16, yeah. Yeah, in the comics, he was in his twenties uh, when they when they found yeah, out. Yeah, in the comics, yeah. Yeah. In the um, movie, he was like sixteen. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's get to. I want to talk a little bit about. I want to get into gaming a little bit before we get to your trailers, Tia. Before we uh we wrap this up, I don't think we have a lot more news left. Um. I want to talk. We got the release of. Uh. Well, not the release, but. Marvel did a little bit of a event reveal for um, an extended look at their new Marvel game, the uh, new Avengers game. Um, man, man, was that a sight to see. That game looks beautiful. Um, but the one thing I wanted to highlight was, Joel, you remember the story that they were showing of how AIM essentially set up the, uh, the Avengers uh for what they're calling a day i think they're, mm-hmm. they're calling it um it got me thinking it would be it would have been so dope if after the events of civil war you introduced the scrolls and the scrolls cause a major incident but as the avengers and now mm-hmm. the battle is not only to stop the scrolls but to rebuild the image of how the people see the avengers 
it just would have hit so many movies after so hard because you're now battling uh, on two fronts. People don't want you, but they need you. Um, and that's the constant struggle of a hero. You might not always like me, but I'm doing what needs to be done. That's why I like Frank Castle is hilarious. It's like, hey, you never knew you needed me to put a bullet in someone's head. They're about to rob you. And it was like, that's a little excessive, Frank. He was just stealing my purse, and you shot him in the throat. Like, I, I don't think he needed that. Um, yes, he did. <laughs> I needed to shoot him in his throat. He would have stole someone else's purse. Yeah. Damn right. okay. And then who knows what it could have led to? It could have escalated to, you know, assaults and everything. Right. Frank did us a favor. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so that, that got my brain kind of just like spinning because I'm like, that would have been so dope of the Avengers having to battle on two fronts. One of their image and two of their duty. Um, and I'm like, now you can't do it because all the good Avengers are dead. <laughs> so yeah. like, I'm like, it doesn't yeah. matter now. Um it's another so, thing. Scroll like the convolute things too. Fucking that scroll. That is true. That is true. Um, that's why Joel's not looking forward to the day that DC time travels, and then the day that, uh-huh. that Marvel does shape shifting. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, not looking forward. They're already talking multiverse with Doctor Strange. I'm just holding my breath. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Luckily, it feels like their multiverse can only be like one or two things. Not like DC, to where it's like it legit could be a million different Earths that you could tap into. Marvel kind of seems like they're going to focus on maybe one or two. Um, So it's like, that I could handle. We'll see. We'll see. I trust Marvel. (laughs) What were your thoughts? Uh, By the way, MODOK looked terrifying. Um, (laughs) They used, they didn't make his face look like animated at all. It looked like a grown, like an old grown man's face. Uh, (laughs) But stretched out in purple. Uh, <laughs> but Joel, what were your thoughts on um, the trailer for the Avengers game? I loved it. It was pretty cool. I really can't wait to play it. Honestly, uh, I to, to get my hands on playing with all the Avengers. It's it, it and all the custom custom customizability and all the different looks. And uh, it's just I'm really excited to get my hands on it and see how it plays out. What are the heroes that end up showing up later on? How much more of the story? Uh, there is, um, and like, what do they tease for the future? Um, and the fact that you can buy the this game, and it will transfer over to like the PS5 or the Xbox, whatever, uh, for free. <laughs> so I'm like, that's cool too. You know, that's doing us a favor uh, for the people that plan on going to the next system. Um, but yeah, I, it looks really good. I really liked what I saw, and and. Uh, can't wait to play it. It comes out in September, I think it is. So yeah, I'm September excited. 4th, I think. Yeah, Ooh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it. The one thing I took from this uh, reveal was, A, the costumes are going to be, like, a wet dream. The idea yeah, awesome. that you could switch through so many classic looks of all the different characters. They even had Thor Ragnarok Hulk, uh, like, the it whole did. armor look in there. So I'm like, this is going to be yeah. super dope. Um, but the biggest thing for me, Joel, was actually Kamala. And the reason yeah. why that is a big thing yeah. for me is POV. Marvel has the opportunity to make her as big as Spider-Man. Um, and it starts now. It starts with this game. And, and yeah. I think you know that. I think that's why she is the centerpiece of this mm-hmm. game. Uh, same way Spider-Man came into the MCU and became the centerpiece. Um, right. It's very important that you do this character 
not only okay. justice, but you you make this character as big as you possibly can. Um, because she is so important for so many reasons. I mean, being diverse, uh, her power set. We'll get to see yeah. something that could stretch before we see the original Mr. Stretch. Uh, and Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so She's actually... Go ahead. No, her powers are very similar to what uh, Elastigirl powers actually right. are. Right. But you never really, because she can't control herself, in the, in the, obviously, in the show. But that's kind of what it looks like. You see Ms. Marvel doing her thing. Yep. Kind of what Elastigirl can do uh, from the Doom Patrol. Whenever Doom Patrol wants to stop making them sad and, and, and kind of lucky <laughs> uh, and really power them up, she's going to be super dope for a while. Um, I have to say really quick before we go any further about Doom yeah. Patrol, I had the... Uh, the Oh god, the honor of watching the first three episodes, and uh, it doesn't get any less sad. It gets sadder. Prepare for more sad. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was right behind you, Tia, watching them, and I'm like, I thought it was like better for them. I'm like, why does things still suck so much? Like, I, I was watching it thinking I was watching a teenage drama movie, and I'm like, yeah. they could not still be this sad as adults. I, like, I just, I just finished season one again, like today. Like I caught up. I binged. I binged it off for tomorrow, so I can start uh, watching season two. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's great. I, I it's fantastic. I don't mean to take away from the current subject at hand, but you know, I'm super excited for the rest of Doom Patrol. I just thought it was funny uh, what you said that Miss Marvel has the abilities that um, what we should be seeing Elastigirl at least uh, you know get to so, yeah. because know much about um Camilla Khan so I think that's yeah. really cool now you know but see, yeah, now know. But see, see I like I like when I like when people like you say stuff like that because uh that's what I love about Feige he's doing something that usually wouldn't work which is taking characters that maybe two percent of the world know about and expanding them to where they're now becoming worldwide in a household name me yeah. and Joelle said uh, a few weeks ago it drives us crazy to know that this new generation thinks the the holy trinity is cap thor and iron man <laughs> it's like no, 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 child we know that it doesn't seem like it but that will always be batman superman wonder woman that will never change okay i get how you feel but no <laughs> yeah, that's no. why it's important to execute the movies well <laughs> exactly because when you don't you have a full generation that puts Iron Man at a way higher level than they do Batman. And we can yeah. never let that be a future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I will not live in that future. I will, I will not, not live in a future where I talk to a kid about Batman and he's like, who? I'm like, oh, he's a really rich guy that suits up. Oh, you mean Iron Man? I will kill you. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> um, so, but no, uh, but that's importance of characters like Kamala Khan that you will be seeing on the big screen and small screen really soon. Tia. Uh, but she's going to have her own show. She's going to have her own show and she's going to possibly cross over, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, into Captain Marvel too. Uh, I believe. Maybe. We, we don't know for sure, but she's, a, she's a Captain Marvel fangirl, so right. it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Right, that's her thing, Tia. She's a huge fan, as you can tell by her superhero. Her name, name. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fans. I kind of guessed there. <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 I love the look of this game. And again, Joel, I'm watching. You remember when they were showing Thor fight on the um, 
the the ship. Uh, he was tag teaming with Thor and, and Iron Man on the ship. That yeah. is the look of Thor I had always wanted Chris Hemsworth to have uh, because it reminded me of the Ultimate Thor that was like the environmentalist that always oh. had like that surfer dude kind of look to where he was in like a, a shirt and jeans rather oh. than what we've always seen Thor in in the MCU. He just, he just looked like he was, uh, um, yeah, he looked like what he was doing was like, um, I guess, volunteering somewhere. Right. <laughs> so he came back from volunteering. He had a he had a fake name, Donald Blake, which exactly. is funny because that's, that's kind of a nod to the Thor movie where he walked around with the Donald Blake tag. Yeah. And sit yeah. In his clothes, so that's pretty cool too. But that's what I always wanted Chris Hemsworth Thor to look like because I'm like Chris Hemsworth fits that more than he did the Thor they were trying to shoehorn him to be. That's why when Taika opened him up, it was the best Thor we had ever seen because that is who Chris Hemsworth is. Um, he is the hippie version of Thor. Uh, he just naturally seems like a hippie. <laughs> so it's like, cater to that. Allow him to be that. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, Joe, I immediately was like, damn, that's that's the Thor I had always wanted to see on the big screen uh, that Taika, to a degree, was able to kind of give us. Um, but yeah, no, this game looks great. The, uh, the gameplay looks amazing. Uh, the fact that you could play it with friends, you could go through the story mode with friends. Um, or alone. Or alone. Taika talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I know for a fact when it comes out, I'm going to want to play it with Joel, and he's going to be like, I need some time alone. <laughs> I need some time to play this alone. Not, not right now, Joel. Uh, and now I'm going to cry. Um, but Dom, Tia, did you guys get a chance to check it out? on? Because uh, I know Cannon posted it on Twitter. Did you guys get a chance to take a look at it? Yeah, I was literally just watching some of the gameplay. Um, it looks really good. I mean, I've been waiting for something like this, like especially after um, with Marvel Alliance. Um, I wanted, you know, something around this round because you you do want to be those characters that you've seen go through all these missions and they're able to go into more um, – storylines that maybe the movie can't cover, maybe a show can't cover. And you're gonna see some characters possibly that, you know, may be in the MCU in the future, or maybe they just like, we wanna show you these characters. They couldn't make it into the MCU, but we know that you know that they're in this timeline at some point. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it is It is good to see, you know, it's, it looked like from what I was watching, you have, you know, uh, Kamala is a main character, but then, I see a lot of um, Black Widow too, and we know like mm -hmm. the Black Widow movie coming, and maybe they're, they're gonna make her a, more of a lasting character than just like what we saw with, of course, uh, the multiverse coming up. So maybe the, she's gonna reprise her role and be like, hey, I'm here to stay at least for another movie or two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks really good. Like, it looks really good. And the biggest thing I love about it is a lot of games take from the movies. I love how drastically different they looked in their movie counterparts. I love how drastically different they sound. And I know that sounds crazy, but if anyone watches the cartoons that Marvel has been having, they look just like the movies. They sound just like the movies. Like, they try their best to look and sound exactly like what we've already they seen. Do. This is drastically different. And I like that because it gives you a chance to create new stories, or if you want to use a villain like Thanos down the line, it's so drastically different. No one would really uh, accuse you of doing what I just saw. 
because obviously there's so many dynamics of it that are different. Um, I mean, and I love how vulnerable Bruce is in this. I love how Bruce is like, yeah, we, we fucked up. We should be held accountable. And it's like, really? From the guy that in the comics destroyed half of New York City and we had to send you to space because you were too dangerous to stay here on Earth. <laughs> You're the guy that's like, no, we should demand. No, we, we definitely should demand. Um, it's just, it, that was hilarious to see. But uh, Tia, you said you didn't give it, uh, you didn't get a chance to look at it yet? No, I didn't get a chance to look at it really yet, but I've been looking on Twitter while you guys were talking and I'm glad that Joelle um, pointed out the whole Donald Blake thing because I'm seeing someone, you know, pointed out that literally he has a name tag on going, hello, D Blake. So that's pretty cool for yeah. comic book fans. And I'm super happy, by the way, to hear you guys speak so positively about it because all my timeline had been filled with in the past few days leading up to this. It's just negativity <laughs> about the game and how people absolutely dislike how each and every one of the characters look and how different they look from their um, movie counterparts and to the point where they're saying that the graphics looked as if it was back from like PlayStation 1 days and I'm like clearly you guys didn't play Tekken and all the other shit that I (laughs) because you wouldn't Uh, I think the graphics are still good it's like you know they're like is it not enough that the comics make the freaking characters look like the movie counterparts? Is it not enough, as you guys said, the cartoons to be emulating the movie MCU? Like, let the let the video game be different. It looks great. If the ga- and also maybe because I'm just not that big of a gamer, but as long as the gameplay is good and as long as you have fun and like you know shit isn't glitching up the storm, like who cares that Black Widow doesn't look like Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> I mean, look. No, 100%. As much as I just praise that game, and all of that is true, that's honestly how I feel. I will not lie. When I first saw how some of these guys looked, I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What? Why is that the look you went for? Some of them weren't shaving. Uh, One of them looked like uh, the the guy that paints all the time that Deadpool was making fun of. I'm like, these characters just look crazy. Bob Ross. Uh, yeah, uh, look just like Bob Ross. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Um, they the faces, though. They did. But, I mean, again, if I'm being completely honest with you, two things are to be true. One, it does not – you don't pay a lot of attention to uh, the facial structure when you're playing the games because usually they're facing this way. So you're seeing, like, yeah. the side of their face. It's only when they show you – in the back. Right. It's only when they show you the uh, the cinematic that they obviously improve on what their face looks like because you're now seeing it. So, I mean, Tia, you know as well as we all do, people going to find something to complain about. They're oh, Twitter. of course. <laughs> it's Twitter. People love to do that. I mean, I once saw somebody complain about, complain about gameplay before the game even came out. Like, I didn't even play it. I, I don't think the gameplay is going to be good. What the – what? How do you even say that? Like, that's like me going, man, I don't think that movie's going to end well. It didn't even come out yet. Yeah, but from the trailer, I don't know. Look at it. Look at it. It's like, what? Oh, I've seen so many of those different things. Like, oh, this is going to be trash. You just know it's going to be trash. And it's like, it didn't even come out yet. It could be awesome. Yeah. It's like, no, no, it's going to be trash. I legit was hanging out with my cousin the other day. An album started. Like, it, it just started with the instruments. This album's going to be trash. What? <laughs> what? What? what are you basing that off of? I didn't like the strings at the beginning of, of this song. What the f- – what? 
you listen to the rest of the song. Nah, I'm good. I'm like, all right, what? I, 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 can't, I can't take these new generation kids. They're horrible. <laughs> uh, but what were you going to say, Dom? No, I was going to say that uh, I think we're forgetting, too, that or a lot of people are forgetting when they're looking at the game. Once you get at home and you play the 4K, it's going to look completely different. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to take it up 10 notches. You're going to be like, oh, shit. I was wrong. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all those haters never come back to say that they were wrong. That's true. They That's very true. To say they were right. They double down. Yeah, I they double down. They double I down. My thing is, like, you know where I honestly think it's coming from is, you know, all of us are, like, I'm 30, but you guys are in your 20s, right? You but know, but you, I'm 30. Okay, okay. I'm, 30, uh, I'm 34. I'm so used to everyone at GBN being, like, 19. <laughs> so my bad. But, you know, we come from the age where, like, again, we were playing video games back from, at, like, PS1, PS2, where, like, the graphics, you know, back then, we were like, graphics are awesome, but, you know, it was about the gameplay. But kids these days, which, again, sounds like such an old person to say, but, you know, they're so used to these amazing graphics all playing that they're like, oh, well, if it doesn't look like the most realistic, you know, piece of artistry that I've ever seen is trash. Well, I just had yeah. to tell my, my little brother, he was playing Call of Duty, he was like, I don't like how these newer graphics look. And I'm like, all right, well, tell you what, when I played GoldenEye, which was our Call of Duty, it looked like how your Roblox looks like. That's what <laughs> the picture playing all your games that look like that shit, okay? And then come back to me. All right, we didn't have 4K, all right? But it's also it hilarious. I'm uh, sorry, really quick, one last point to this. Um, I think it's so hilarious that people complain about this shit when, meanwhile, Minecraft is one of the most popular games for people to right? play, and it's literally some blocks. <laughs> it is. It's the ugliest game I've ever seen, and yet people love that shit. Yeah. I'm like, who plays this shit? I'm like, I, was I, watching can't, them play, I, I was watching him play Roblox. I'm like, what's the point of this? It's like you build stuff and stuff. I'm like, so, like, Legos, but in the video game. Yeah. I'm like, all right, okay. That's stupid. Never bitch about graphics ever again. Yeah, it's going to be about graphics when your favorite game is Roblox. Um, but all right, we're going to get into our last topic, which is the trailers from Tia. I'll let her take charge. But before you get into that, Tia, I've been wanting, I've been wanting to say this for a while, and I was going to save this for AJ. But I I hope you guys will, will appreciate this. Everyone here has seen Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Not, not current, I have to say. I'm sorry. My I like watched in the old run of DBZ. I haven't caught any of the new stuff. That's perfect. That's exactly what I want to talk about. So you saw so uh, fighting Frieza and Cell. You oh hell yeah! Uh, uh, really quick before you go any further, I used to watch back in Tsunami when they get right up to the point where Goku's about to defeat Frieza, and they're like, and here's the first episode where Raditz comes in, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, not again. By the way, can I say this? As much as me and Joelle and a lot of people hate the CW having 22 episodes and, like, at least 15 of them are fillers, everyone forgets Dragon Ball Z was the original filler. Uh, it would end where Goku and Frieza are powered up right in front of each other, and you're like, yo, next week is going down. Next week, they're showing you Bulma. And I'm like, was that like the Ginyu Force or something? There was like a frog and shit. I'm like, wait a minute, Akira, who gives a shit about Bulma right now? And then you get back to the fight, the whole episode is just talking. Like, what, the, what is going on? Oh, I'm gonna beat your ass. No, I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm Wait like, what the hell? I'm like, no, are you serious? 
let me give you a background episode about how Frieza came and killed all of the people. Like, I, don't <laughs> give a shit. I want to see one of them die right now. But no, so what I wanted to talk to you guys was this has been a rumor about the show that I think Akira came out and obviously denied. Um, but this has been a rumor about the show since it began. I am now 100% convinced Gohan is Yamcha's son. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because he's useless. When Gohan was small, the hairstyle that he had was the exact hairstyle Yamcha. But he had a tail. He had a tail, though. Yamcha's yeah, not a saiyan. Hold on. Hold they on. Both, here's they where both I'm like, the here's where I'm like some weird ass crossbreeding was happening or some shit. <laughs> the hairstyle Gohan had was the same hairstyle Yamcha had. Then when you fast forward it to when Gohan cut his hair, same style that Yamcha had. And their face looks the same. Then, this is what I knew something was fishy. When Goten was born, he looks just like Goku. <laughs> like, you can't even argue that Goten is Goku's son. The hair, the face, everything is the same. Gohan doesn't even look like Chi-Chi. He straight up just looks like Yamcha. So I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I know the tail point, and someone said that to me, T, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes Super Saiyan, too. I'm like, yeah, 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 forget all that. That, <laughs> that, little, that little monkey is 100% Yamcha's son. That is 100% I think Yamcha's son. More, than, more likely that fucking Chi-Chi hate fuck Goku for the, like, life. Because she, <laughs> she, like, doesn't want Gohan to be anything like the man she chose to be her life partner. Like, but you understand? Uh, I'm sorry, but then she's like all for Goten the training. That frustrated me. Like nobody's yeah, I'm out. But, Let me tell for, you. No, go ahead, go ahead. For anyone for anyone who doesn't know though, in the original run of Dragon Ball Z, Go Gohan was supposed to take the torch from Goku. That's right. why Goku died and then Gohan defeated Cell. But because mm -hmm. the people at the time who were watching it were so distraught about the idea of Goku leaving, that's when suddenly they were like, all right, Gohan's now going to be a wuss. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to bring Goku back. I'm going to say this. I think the real reason why Chi-Chi allowed Goten to train was she saw how soft Gohan when Goku came back to Earth and he saw Gohan in that great Sandman costume, he was just like, I failed you. <laughs> I really fucking failed you. Like, Piccolo was, looking at Piccolo was looking at Gohan like, I don't get it. I really don't. I don't get how you killed Cell. I really don't. Like, what, what is this shit? How do you have Piccolo like, with a mentor and that's what happens to you? Like, I, Piccolo had, Piccolo was like, no, 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 no. This is not the same kid that I left in the woods for like uh, three weeks so you can get strong. This is not the same kid. Gohan went complete opposite because didn't he have like anger issues when he was a kid and that was like the whole thing. They had to prevent him Gohan, from like turning into... No, Gohan was the... Go I'll say this. No, Gohan turning into a bookworm slash great Sandman <laughs> is the most predictable thing I've ever seen in my life. He was the biggest crybaby as a kid. He used to always say, I don't want to fight dad. It's scary. And it's like, all right, I get it. But like, what if he starts to whoop your ass? What are you going to do? <laughs> that's his mom's fault. 
Which sucked, though, because Chi-Chi also, though, in Dragon Ball was a fighter herself and the daughter of a great fighter. And I could probably make some remarks in the sense that that was very, you know, uh, misogynistic and sexist, but I won't go there, that they decided that, like, every woman in the show had to be the nagging woman, you know, but just saying. The only only non-nagging person was literally an android, but I... (laughs) <laughs> but to your point, uh, Juwan, I don't think that Gohan is Yamcha's kid. Um, I, I think that Yamcha stopped producing anything when he found out that, uh, or didn't produce anything at all, once he found out that Vegeta had impregnated Bulma. That, yeah, like, he was, he was very upset. He was very upset. And I love there was how, no cool, way he was ever I love how her back. cool, calm, and collected Vegeta was. For oh, yeah. Was like, Am I the dad? And Bulma's like... Wait, and then they also announced that, I think, while Bulma was still with Yamcha, like, Trunks came, and he was like, my parents are Vegeta and Bulma. And Yamcha's like, what? He's like, what? <laughs> you cheating? What the... What? What are you talking about, Bulma? And she's like... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Tell you. And like, did you see Vegeta over there angrily smirking? <laughs> you are not the father. Yeah. Mario does not Funniest Mori episode in the history of Mori. Um, but no, that I, I only bring this up because I'm playing the Kakarot game, the Dragon Ball Z game uh, that came out beginning of this year. And, like, I keep looking at Gohan, and I'm like, not only is he a disappointment, but, like, damn, he looked just like Yamcha. No, I, I love it, because Dragon Ball Z, honestly, was, like, I just sent you guys a photo. I have, like, the whole entire collection. That was such, like, a part of my, like, teenage years and shit. I love Dragon Ball Z, so I could talk about that shit always, but that's so funny. I've never heard anyone, like, bring that up at all but it would be hilarious because then Yamcha could at least have Yamcha could have his version of being all smug and shit like Vegeta was all smug and shit to him I'm gonna be 100% honest with you Gohan is so soft Goku wouldn't even be upset if that wasn't his son he would he would be like I have Goten I have Goten Goku wouldn't even know the difference he wouldn't yeah Go, the thing is, so like, if you watch Dragon Ball, the show before Dragon Ball Z, it's like before the whole Saiyan stuff. Yamcha, it was a good show, right? Like Tien and Yamcha, they were like the strongest ones. And then as soon as like Dragon Ball Z came about, they had were like, no, no, no. If you're not a Saiyan or an android, you're nothing. Like I think Tien, Tien and Yamcha had to retire. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be completely Krillin, honest with you. Krillin's the strongest human. I'm going to yeah. be completely honest with you. When they did Dragon Ball Z and they introduced the Saiyan saga, Akira definitely was like, all right, there's a lot of characters here. There shouldn't be this many. So then he found every opportunity to kill Krillin, Tien, and Yamcha. Every series. Every series they died. It was so funny because it was to the point to where when every big bad came, you would think they would go, I died the last four times. Maybe I should sit this one out and kind of just let, like, the really strong guys go. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm going to show up, and who's the first ones to die? Yamcha, Tien, Krillin. And I'm like, even Celsius. Krillin, even Krillin, the with, the, uh, even Krillin with the, um, <laughs> even Krillin with the Battle of the Gods, Krillin was just like, 
nah, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't got it. I, I don't have it, guys. I got a wife. Krillin retires more, yeah, more, more than the others. Once he married he the back. android that weirdly yeah. shouldn't have been able to have kids. Um, and the, she, fact child, the fact because that they were more they were more of cyborgs than they were androids. If you go back and watch this series, they explain that they were humans first, then transformed, so they were cyborgs. Android mm-hmm. sixteen was the actual android, but they were cyborgs. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want to call them that. I get your point. Still shouldn't have had a no. <laughs> baby. Uh, you think I, that'd be like the first thing, like that the weird evil scientists would get rid of, like yeah, that ability. Like, don't have kids. No, no, we're, we're taking that. He, out. No, he was gonna keep it because he definitely was planning on hitting that at some point. <laughs> that is true. And Thea, to your sexist point, bastard. now that I think about the history of Dragon Ball Z, there's only been like three women <laughs> in the whole history of Dragon Ball Z. Think about it. Okay. Think Not about it, right? None. You have, you have Chi-Chi, who used to be a former fighter herself. Now she's just the nagging mother. Bulma, who, yeah, she's smart, but nagging and also kind of like, you know, sleeps around. You have Marin, who was crazy. You have another Marin, who was crazy. You have this one who date. Every woman that Krillin ever dated was crazy. You have Android 18. Yeah. 18 uh, is, you know, strong and shit, but even she kind of takes the sideline when she becomes a mom, you know, in GT and shit. And then it's like you have Videl, who she fights a little, but then once she gets with Gohan, she becomes pretty much like a side character. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to sit there and point fingers or anything, but if you really look at it, what female in the Dragon Ball Z series was actually decent? Uh, they didn't even want to make them a Super Saiyan because apparently the artist couldn't figure out how to make their hair. But meanwhile, Trunks has long ass hair and was doing just fine. Here's the thing, yeah. Yeah. and until I'm proven otherwise, even though they called him uh, a boy or a man, rather, Frieza was a woman. Frieza 100% was a woman. <laughs> Frieza was a woman. I will say that till the day I die. Those are some touchy, touchy uh, waters that you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> Frieza was non-binary, if you will. Yeah, yeah. That's... I'll take that. I'll take that. But you will not tell me that was definitively a man. That is no. not what you will I used to think. Me. I used to think Frieza was a, a girl, too. See? His, his voice was kind of different than the others. It was. It was. You know what it reminded me of? Southern Smoker's uh, voice. <laughs> you know what, you know what, uh, you know what Frieza reminded me of? Frieza, and this is probably going to get me completely canceled, but Frieza 100% reminded me of like a, a uh, <laughs> I know this is going to get me canceled, of like a butch lesbian. Like I can picture Frieza as like human in like jeans and like <laughs> some Adidas with are rolled up a little bit at the bottom and she's like overly aggressive. I'm like, that's all uh, that's what I thought of Frieza. John, I'll say one last thing is it could have also though been the American dub because if anyone out there watched Sailor Moon, there were these three characters where they were all supposed to be boys, but one of them was extremely effeminate in the Japanese version and in the Japanese version he was a boy and he all that but because his character looked like a woman with the long hair with the feminine swagger with that they decided then to in English version make the character a she and say that it was a female so it could have just been the dub but I don't know I don't know what went on there 
Could they change his voice later on? Because Z, Frieza sounds different than that in Super, which is just basically Dragon Ball Super pretends GT never happened. Which because <laughs> like, GT was crap. <laughs> so, so that's true. So Super it basically takes over for that. And okay. Frieza, the voice of Frieza is a different voice actor, but sounds similar, but maybe a little more masculine, but not super masculine. Still, 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 there's a little feminine in it. Not even, not even the way Frieza talked is why I thought Frieza was uh, a, a woman and, and not a man. <laughs> whenever, he, whenever she, he, whatever you want to call Frieza. Oh, you're going to cancel for this Go and go look at this. Whenever Frieza, hey. would, <laughs> Frieza would cross, would cross his legs when it landed. And I'm like, that's a woman. That is a woman. That is a woman. You were trying to cover something up. That is yeah. just playing regular. What is always is crossing his legs? I'm like, no, uh, uh-uh. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> that is the prince of Dragon Ball Z. That's what Frieza. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, perfect. That's well, you can you can technically say that Piccolo and his people, which now it escapes me what his people's names were. The Namekians, they were, I think, what, asexual? Because didn't they, like, give birth to eggs or something like that? They lay eggs through their mouth. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's so terrible. Yeah, Piccolo never really showed an interest in anything that wasn't Gohan. So that's what always made me weird about Piccolo. I'm like, you watch Piccolo. Think about it, though. Think that about was it though, it was like figure. Gohan, like he yeah, really He was Gohan. a father figure, Goku was his enemy back in Dragon Ball, and now it's like, yeah. you know, poetic that now he's raising him, and Goku's such an absentee father. <laughs> hey. He's so focused on everything but his face. When did he have time to be with Chi Chi? I make always wondered if, well, wait, that's what I always thought when when yeah, uh, when did that happen? When when it went from the Cell saga to the Boo saga and then Goten was there, I'm like And they were like, Oh no, during one of those filler episodes, they totally boned like, and you know like, Goku's been dead for like the past 30 episodes. When did he do this? Like, He's when, Jesus, man. Apparently he is. Apparently he is. But I did, yeah. always, I did always think to Jeez. myself, when Gohan had to do, like, Father like Father Day, uh, and, <laughs> like, did he bring Piccolo? And, like, everyone's looking at him like, that's not your dad, man. Like, no, that's my dad. That's Bro, not your was, dad. There was dogs walking around like people. But they, it was believable. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Just the fact, wait, what's hilarious is just the, the fact yard. that how, what, how Gohan had to describe his dad every time someone asked. It's like, oh, no, What he does died. your father do? It's like, oh, no, he died. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's like, no, 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 don't worry. He'll be back in, like, a, a, a few weeks. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah, no, he'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. Like, and then, like, next summer, hey, Gohan, where's your dad? I never see him. He died again. Is he coming back? Yeah, no. I feel like on that point. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, it, it's going to come to the point where people are like just not going to believe him. They'll be like, "Yeah, sure, he died." It's like, no, he just really went out for a pack of smokes one day and like never came back. <laughs> like no one would be believe Gohan when he's like, "Hey, you guys remember how like that alien was trying to kill everybody?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah, no, I saved the day. <laughs> no. No. He, he let them not believe it because it's the Hercule took all well, Mr. Satan took all the credit. 
And then he goes on to fuck his daughter. Wait, Gohan, Joel, time out. That's not talked about enough. Gohan was sticking it to Hercule. I sure was. You can take the credit. I'm taking your daughter. How did, how in a world that like even Yamcha and Tien they exist, but Hercule somehow is considered the strongest like person ever? Like uh, Master Roshi could freaking beat him. Yes, yeah, he could. I would say Master Roshi could closest, beat Yamcha. To be fair, the closest <laughs> thing the closest thing I would compare Hercule to is he is Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Sylvester, uh no, um, uh, Steven Seagal. That's who he is for Dragon Ball. Where it's like, you think he could fight, but you're pretty sure anybody could kick his ass. Like that, that's what Hercule is. So, well, you got a mean bodyguard on his um, uh, boo. Oh, so. for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, all right. That, that's all I wanted to say. Okay, now I have one question for you guys now that we're on the subject, right? This is my personal opinion. You guys can disagree all you want, but you know, Vegeta came into the series and he was the enemy and then they made such an effort to get Goku and Vegeta to be friends and Vegeta had this redemption arc and all that. To me, it always didn't make sense of why that wasn't given to Raditz, who is literally Goku's brother when they then made all these side movies to then redeem and show uh goku's real father in a positive light why they never decided like why not just do vegeta's role and have put that with raditz who literally was his blood brother i that just never made sense to me i wouldn't survive long enough (laughs) he died rather quickly also no one really cared about raditz like even I did. Just like, I no did. Like, I, I like that. It's going the back. Hair, back in the day, which is what they did essentially with Super Saiyan three. Then all of a sudden they made them all look like Raditz. Yeah, I'm yeah imagine Raditz as Super Saiyan three. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I cared more about Nappa than I did. Oh God! Nappa. I remember when Nappa died. I was just like. I'm heartbroken. Like he was such a cool character. Vegeta treated him like such a piece of crap. And I'm like, I hate you, Vegeta. But I will say last thing, Joel. Remember how we hate how the Flash makes friends with all of his villains? And it like no, takes yeah. away from having villains. I just realized <laughs> in this game, Goku is yeah, the original go- Flash. Goku yeah, took Goku all wants- his villains and made them friends. He even, in, oh. at the end, made a friend with Frieza. I'm like, what the yeah, Well, f- no, no, no. <laughs> he didn't make a friend. He made, they, they, they shook on it. Frieza's nobody's friend. He'll always Nobody turn on you. But yes, he even trusted Frieza at the end to help him during the tournament. Uh, Goku, like, like, loves everybody. Goku loves everybody. Goku does not keep enemies. Goku's like, no, you're a friend forever. He's a nice person. Like, He's too nice. <laughs> Like I tried to kill you like just yesterday though. No, it's you know, that's love that's it. also the problem with Goku. He's the nicest person in the world, but he but he what he does for fun is fights. He that's wants right. to fight you. Like I don't want to fight you. Time out, Joel. The funniest part is all his major fighting ends in death. So it's not even yeah. like hey, I just want to uh, fight so like one of us gets tired. Goku's like, no, 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 no. Oh, you think I'm done? I will kill you. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold yeah. on. No one has to die, Goku. No, no, someone has to die. Anyway. He just needs babysitters to, you know, for his kids, man. 
Kenny has a Kenny beat you. You gotta watch Gohan forever. <laughs> oh it's my crazy. god. What an no, interesting I, show. I legit can make jokes about anime all the time. I was just watching Naruto and I'm like, I, it took me a while to realize because I'm finishing up on, on the first season. It took me a real a, a, a long time to realize. Uh, okay, really? Yeah, I told you I never finished it. I never finished it. So it took me a while to realize they're having children fight to the death. And like no one cares. Everyone's just like super excited. It, it's nothing but gangs fighting other gangs. But they're yeah. all children. And like the OGs of the gang, they're just standing back and they're like, I bet you my child will kill your child. Like, really? Like, yeah, yeah, she's gonna kill your kid. And it's like it's... they literally stand there and watch them fight to the death. And then once they die, they go, Hey, your kid took that shit too far, bro. He's <laughs> it's like you just sat there and watched it happen. I know I couldn't stop that, but yeah. sure. I'm like not not so especially shit. especially where you're at. It's diff it's wartime still then. Cause right now where I'm at, which is like he has a son and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so where I'm at, like, it's peacetime. And it's, like, it's so different from when you see Naruto as a kid. Like, the environment and, and the fact that he has to deal with, like, real-life shit all the time. And in Barto's time, it's, like, up the technology's better. Everyone's, like, okay. Like, there's a peace between all the nations. Very different than where Naruto's living right now. Well, where I'm at right now, a brother just stopped his sister's heart from beating. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? What is this? I'm like, yeah, it's doggy dog right now. I just saw a grown man poison a child. I'm like, what? What is this? Why am I watching gangs take on gangs, but it's children? Weirdest thing. But I'm gonna get through. I'm gonna get through it. But um, all right, Tia, end up in this show. With uh, the two trailers that you wanted to cover, so we can get out of here. <laughs> I feel like I, sh- I can't even like follow up our conversation now. It's just like, what's the point? Um, but I wanted to bring some light to the two trailers that we got because I feel like now we're finally getting trailers again after like four months of us going. I don't think I'll ever know what a trailer feels like ever again. So. <laughs> One of them is uh, Netflix is coming out with a new series called Cursed, uh, which will premiere on July 17th, starring Katherine Langford. So I thought that that was interesting. She seems, now that 13 Reasons Why is done, um, she is now the head of a new series that kind of looks like a, a kind of a tie-in between Vikings and The Witcher. Considering how popular The Witcher is, I think that this may be like a young adult version. I thought the trailer looked really good. I'm sure there's going to be people that are going to have commentary considering it. Um, the whole tagline is, oh, you know, in the past, because it's a very Sir Arthur type of story, but it's like, oh, you know, in the past, the sword chose a king. What if it chooses a queen? And it's like, okay, I'm sure there's going to be the people out there. Uh, going to smoke. Yes, well, the SJWs are taking over, you know, blah, blah. I can only picture the spinoff. It's like, <laughs> what if it chose a black queen? <laughs> oh, no. I will say that um, I don't know exactly what ethnicity he is, but I saw they released pictures of who Arthur is, and he may 
be black, maybe Spanish, but I can see uh. someone like, oh my god, they made Arthur not white. What kind of reality is this? It's <laughs> progression. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. So, But uh, to me, the trailer looked really good just because The Witcher kind of opened up my eyes to like the whole medieval sword fighting type of world that in Game of Thrones. So I was like, that was cool. And also, Joan Gustav Skarsgård is in it. So big, big. Uh, you did tell me about that. You did tell yeah. me. Yeah. Which one? Which Which one is that one? Forget. He's He's the bald brother of the Skarsgård. So he's been in. He was in. Uh, he right. plays. Flo- he plays Floki in Floki. Viking. Yeah. No Floki. Yeah. So in Cursed, he's playing Merlin. Um. So no I don't know. Way. Yeah. He's, he's a good actor. Yeah. He's a good I, Joker. That's what I said. I, I literally have an article that I wrote for GVN like two years ago. Like certain people I'd love to see as the Joker and he's literally in it because I was like, he'd be great. Um, so I don't know if any of you guys saw the trailer for Cursed, if anyone had any other thoughts or anything. <laughs> I did. It looks great. Um, I love seeing uh, uh, a woman uh, toting the, the sword, mainly because I don't know about these young kids now that seem to be the most uh, insecure with their manhood, but we grew up on Xena, and I've never been more attracted to a woman that can kill, <laughs> that can kill people for me. Um, so I always have loved that. Um, so, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, every time I see a story about King Arthur, it makes me, and Joelle can speak to this, it makes me wish King Arthur was just a little bit better, so we could have given yeah. people to that. Um, I like that movie. Such a unique <laughs> take and such a good movie. Um, but this looks great. I love the spin to it. She looks badass when they show her when they when they say the line and then it kind of shows her wielding the sword. I'm like, yeah, she looks good. She looks really good. Um, I will be giving this uh, a chance, a hundred percent. Uh, and I hope it's really good because we need more things like this. We need more things to where it's changing um, how we view things. And I know a lot of people feel like, um, well, if you're trying to do something like that, just create new characters. To me, I say no. And the reason why I say no about creating new characters instead of just changing their race or gender is because when you create a new character that is a female lead, it gives these idiot men a reason to not watch it. But when you race or gender bend, they'll watch it just to hate it. So it's yeah. like, well, at least you're watching it. I got your okay. view or I got your ticket. Um, but when you create new characters, I mean, we see it all the time. Well, how many times do we say, there's new characters out there. You guys just refuse to look at them. Um, that's right. why they recycle the same heroes, the same villains, is because you don't support the new stuff. Um, so to me, I like it. It's bringing attention. Uh, so when you build up a fan base that likes to see women kick ass, you know what you could then do? Create new characters. But you can And I also I'll also say really quick, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Juwan. Um Catherine Langford's character is named Nemu and she's a character in that lore. So they didn't just oh. make, they didn't just make her up for the show and just say, hey, let's throw in this. Like, she really is a character in the King Arthur folklore, More. pretty much. So she for all this, so, yeah. No, oh, I mean, okay. That's a great point to bring up, but that trailer looked awesome. I can't wait for it. Um, I mean, it, like you said, it does kind of make me prefer that The Witcher was out right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> um, 
But no, I have nothing negative to say about this. I cannot wait. And all you insecure men need to grow up, okay? Because <laughs> uh, I'll tell you right now, there is nothing doper than seeing your chick completely knock out a dude. <laughs> you can just sit there and go, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> like, we got to go right now, though. But that was awesome. Um, so, yeah, no, I loved it. It was a great trailer. Dom, Did you um, theater? Dom? Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I looked at while you were talking about it, and the cinematography itself looks yeah. better than The Witcher. Um, that is true. Yeah, I mean, and like like Joanne was saying, I grew up watching Xena, and nothing was better than seeing Lucy Lawless flip around and throwing the her. I can't remember what the weapon was. <laughs> yeah, like who doesn't want to see beautiful women kick ass? Like that isn't that's a that's a no brainer. Um, and especially, I, I've always loved that realm of like King Arthur and then Greek mythology and all that. That whole I remember the '90s cartoon, uh, King Arthur. Remember that with King Arthur? Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. He had right. the gold so, armor. To be able to relive that through the eyes of another character, like who wouldn't want to see it? Because we're going to see familiar <laughs> stories just with somebody else leading it, which can make the outcome that much more better. So yeah, I'm excited. It looks really good. Yeah. yeah, no, you're completely right because it will still have Arthur and it'll have Merlin, so it'll have a lot of. And I also oh, wanted to say lot. another. Yeah, <laughs> so another another uh, another actor who's going to be in it is Peter Mullen, and he's also a fantastic actor. So I just think that in general, it's a good cast. It's a really good cast, and I only I know you guys don't think that way, but it's like in my head I watched the trailer, which sucks that you have to think that way that you watch the trailer and you go, I know that what the number one complaint here is going to be. And then I know what the number two complaint is going to be. The lead is a woman and Arthur is played by a person of color. It's like, okay, it's tired. Like, let's stop now. But yeah, yeah. so. But they, uh, have someone, they just have someone new wielding Excalibur. Oh, well. I mean, Arthur had his time. <laughs> now he can be a side character. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see what happens with King or Arthur and, uh, and and maybe you said Nimu her name is. And yeah. It's, it's, it's going to see her journey to becoming maybe the queen of, of Camelot or whatever. Sure, something new. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's watch. And especially if Arthur's not white, I would love to see the explanation for that. So I'm down for that too. <laughs> yeah, and, and please, because. A lot of writers tend to do this with female leads in badass roles. Don't water it down with the relationship. Allow her to be right. badass. Right. Like, please, please, okay? Like, I even watched a female action movie where I'm like, why is romance important right now? Like, when you watch John Wick, his wife's dead. That's it. He doesn't take any romance after that. It's all about killing. That's all I want for female action movies. I don't need to see you bogged down or distracted with a romance. Just which is, which is why, like, and I know Dom loves Age of Ultron, but that's why I hated the Black Widow storyline in Age of Ultron so much. Because in the first Avengers, they interviewed Scarlett Johansson, and they asked her, oh, why is there no romance in this? And she's like, we're trying to save the world. There's no time. And it's like, yes, exactly. But then in Age of Ultron, Josh Whedon is like, I have a little bit of time. <laughs> I, just, I, I didn't like the relationship because I felt like it just came out of nowhere. Like you, didn't yeah. it was random. you did nothing to set it up in the first Avengers movie. So I'm like, 
wait, what? Huh? Yeah, it was weird. Where did that come from? Like, like even if you did want to give her someone to be romantic with, set it up. Like, what? Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. They set that up a lot better than they did uh, Banner. So I'm like, yeah, do that. But I'm like, the Hulk. What? <laughs> that was just so random. I'm Black like, Widow and Daredevil, like in the comics. Oh, dream come true that one. Bro. Um, Alright, um, Tia, did you say both the trailers? I feel like you said a horror movie was the first trailer. No, um, so the second trailer is Apple TV Plus is coming out with Foundation, which is a TV adaptation of a novel series by Isaac Asimov. Um, it's a sci-fi series that, uh, Oh God! What is his name? David Goyer is helming, uh, and mm-hmm. it stars Lee, it stars Lee Pace and Jared Harris. What stuck out to me with this one, I just wanted to point it out, is because I was doing like reporting on this, and I had thought that they completely um, stopped production right when the whole COVID nineteen thing happened, um, and they said they were in pre production, and then suddenly now we have a trailer, and the trailer looks freaking awesome. It looks beautiful and according to like say uh david goyer he was talking a little bit about the trailer before it came out is that it was a the book foundation has not only been tried to be adapted for the past 50 years but it was a huge inspiration to say star wars and the sci-fi genre in general so that's just why i thought that it was interesting to point out if you guys haven't watched the trailer i would definitely suggest after this doing so it's going to come out in uh on apple tv plus in 2021 it just looks beautiful like the to me the trailer in general the graphics the costuming it looks really beautiful it spans a thousand years and it's pretty much about you know um someone predict someone predicting uh, how human beings are pretty much going to ruin humanity, no one freaking listening, and then eventually them having to face that humanity-destroying event together. So to me, it just was something I wanted to mention because I was just shocked that it had even had enough time to come out with a trailer considering I had thought that it had been completely shut down pre-production. Um... I will try to give it a chance. I am not that high on anything Apple TV outside of obviously defending Jacob. Um, I think they have too many swing and miss uh, shows on there Um, to the point to where I'm like, if they don't kick it up when my free trial is over, I am not keeping Apple Apple uh, oh, TV. I'll admit to you, Juwan, I freaking stopped paying for it as soon as defending Jacob was over. But you know, in in two in two thousand and twenty one, when this comes out, I'll I'll do it for the month or so that it comes out, and then I'll delete it again. <laughs> I tried I tried the servant uh, that M Night uh, M Night did, and mm-hmm. I'm like. It just it reassured the reason why I don't want to have kids. Um, <laughs> it just was not good. It just was not good. Did you try? Did you try for all mankind? Tia, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I know you're not the biggest Joel Kinnaman fan. Well, no, I was actually just watching. I just right. finished. Um, what's the show I told you I was watching on Netflix? House of Cards, and Joel Kinnaman yeah. is is plays a huge role in one of the seasons before the end of the the series yeah um, he was running for president 
I've learned I can only take but so much Joel Kinnaman at once. So now that I'm done with that, I need some time. But he, um, he is fantastic in Altered Carbon. I really yes, like he was. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, no. But he's just, for some reason, he's on my list of actors that just, I have to consume in doses. I just can't do marathons of that actor. Um, he's he's one of them. I, I I need breaks. I need breaks. Well, breaks. I would suggest if if you feel like checking it out, it, it he may be uh, in a lot of the trailers and obviously like one of the main characters, but it takes an interesting turn after like one or two episodes where the main characters become like people you weren't expecting, and his storyline kind of like it's kind of on the side at fair at a lot of times. So I like it. I like space shit. So. Mm. No, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I'll definitely add it to my list. I have such a huge list of stuff that I have. I know you do. <laughs> it is tiring. I do too. It is so tiring. Just waking up going, I can maybe start that today. And then it's snowballing into, I've now donated hours to this one show. Um but yeah, I'll def- I'll put it on my list. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, but no, make sure you guys check out Apple TV's uh, new trailer for the Foundation, right, Thea? It's the Foundation, and Netflix's new trailer for the show Curse. Curse. Yep. All right. Make sure you check out those two trailers. Thank you, Tia, for our edition of Trailer Talk. Haven't had it in a while. Good to be back. Um, Considering outside- there was so few things to actually, right. yeah. Right. Um, outside of that, I think we covered everything. Joel, I think we covered everything, right? Everything that was really I mean, important. Important stuff, yeah, pretty much. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for an all new episode of Geek Bob's Live. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Dom. Uh, stay tuned. We have a bunch of interviews that we already have up. Dom did an interview Monday, I believe. Um, who'd you do the interview with, Dom? Jared Cohn, he uh, directed the new movie uh, Street Survivors, the true story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash. Mm. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember that now. We were supposed to do it last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it. Um, all right, so make sure you guys check that out. You also interviewed uh, Wade Barrett. Wow. You guys check that out. That was a lot of fun, especially hearing and say, maybe wrestling's not done with. I'm like, yeah, come back. Come back. <laughs> uh, but make sure you check those check those out. Tia, I thought you did an interview not too long ago. Um, yes, I did an interview with, um, oh gosh, what was her name? Now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Natalie Sharp, she played Millie Rollins on season six of The Flash. Make sure you guys Ooh, check that out. Well. And make sure, uh, he doesn't know this, but very close friend of mine, my interview with Josh Trank. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, I mean, he only follows me on Twitter, but whatever. Uh, Look at that. You forgot someone. Right? Finally, Joel has all the celebrities that follows him. I just have no, one. I do not. Yes, Joel, who just followed you? Go ahead. Don't be John, shy. John Cena. All right, look John at that. Wait, what? Guys? Yeah, I don't know why. He just does. <laughs> Joel knows why. Joel famous and will not admit it. He's secretly famous and will not admit it. He's yeah. gonna continue to let us struggle. 
why he's out here uh, in the celebrity life. I'm like continuously at 1,800 followers, and it's like no matter what, it never goes up. And I'm just like, I've seen me go from 540 to 600 and then back to 540. Here's the funny thing I don't use Twitter. So how did I lose this? Like, what, what did I do that made me lose those followers? I they were all bots. bots. They were bots, yeah. <laughs> Stupid bots. Uh, but anyway, yes, Joel had um, John Cena follow him, and I had a fan page for John Cena follow me. So make sure you guys check out. Uh, everything that we have coming down the pipeline. We will be doing our new logo reveal next week. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. It will be an all-new GVN. Same people you love. Different look. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. We have so much in store for you guys. Stay tuned for Top 10, Geek Vibes uh, GVN Game Night, uh, Great Debates, uh, Star Wars Saturday, uh, tea time with Tia has been popping lately. I've never used the word popping, Tia, but the YouTube oh yeah, all the, all the craze. Tea time with Tia. Um, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. But we have so much content for you guys. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Peace. Yeah. Deuces. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.